0: So Zach yes Jeff our listener has become accustomed to a certain standard production value They sure have and in particular. I mean the intro yes about this, but we might have to disappoint them today
1: I don't think we have one. Yeah,
0: yeah because well today's episode might be a little long. It
1: might be a little long Um, We are talking about a year in the past and a year in the future So that's quite a lot of time already so that's a lot to
0: talk about so instead of having an intro let's just get to it
1: let's just get straight to it to the two-hour episode (laughs) hello and welcome to the arena regulars podcast this is episode 11 uh, I'm Zach and I'm Jeff and we are regulars
0: on Magic the Gathering Arena
1: um, and regulars and we're just regular guys right we're just regular people
0: yeah the regulars is going a long way here you know yeah yeah describes our playability you know average average regular <laughs>
1: yeah uh, and also that um, we can kind of consider arena our bar yeah we're so. regulars at the bar we drink at it
0: especially um, this past year
1: yes especially <laughs> past this year uh, this past year yeah uh, because we can't go to other bars mm-hmm. Uh, But anyway, we got a great show for you today. Uh, We are going to talk about the last year of Magic Arena. Speaking of which. Yeah, the last year in general, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then what we are expecting from the next year of Magic and Arena. And we have some hot takes for you that we think are going to, what's going to happen, what's going to come. Yeah, I'm excited for that. This is going to be pretty fun. Um, But before that, each week we both bring a beer, we drink our own, then drink each other's, and then rate them on a scale of bronze to mythic, and then choose the best for last. So with that, Jeff, what is on tap?
0: All right, so I brought a beer that I know and love, and it's called Jelly King. Mm. So this is um, from Bellwood's Brewery. Bellwood's kind of well-known brewery around Toronto mm-hmm. um, for doing small batch barrel stuff. with. They always use wild yeast, so everything kind of is sour. Like yeah. they have sour stouts and sour yeah. this and sour that. They,
1: they kind of have like sour, and then everything is like IPAs. Right. So it's either like you're, you're drinking a, three or four different sours they make or some crazy IPA they have.
0: But even when I first moved to Toronto, you know, they weren't that u- as ubiquitous as they mm-hmm. are now. They didn't have tall cans of stuff, which they're starting to get right. now. Everything was in a half liter bottle. Yep. And you couldn't get them kind of all over the world. But now I see them, you know, people More from places. Calgary are like, oh I, I know Bellwoods mm-hmm. or you know.
1: Which is great. So awesome. I used to yeah. live in that neighborhood and it was just the best.
0: Yeah. So they used to just have basically big beers, you know, stouts and yeah. IPAs and now they have a lot of mainstream stuff as mm-hmm. well but it used to be that everything they had was soured because they always used the, like, Brennanomese (laughs) yeast strain. Anyways, Jelly King is kind of my go-to sour beer. So good. Probably my favorite one. And they always release all these different kinds of it. So this particular one is a raspberry blackberry Jelly
1: King.
0: Ooh. Yeah, the... Bottle Arts has like a mosaic tapestry, I think, is what we decided yeah. to do. They, they have a lot say. of those mosaic kind of
1: like yeah. rug looking things. Like you could see the, the design would be on a rug. You'd be like, that's a rug. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so it's on the bottle. <laughs> that's you're the like, only way to describe that's it. That's cool, yeah.
0: Uh, it's 5.6% and it's a sour. Yeah.
1: What did you bring? Um, so something Jeff. normal, right? Oh, so something super normal. Okay. You know, um, if, when you think about a beer and the flavors, how many flavors do you usually think that you're going to get out of one beer? Two. Two? Yep. Okay, what if I said I could give you twice as many? I could give you four.
0: Well, I'm interested.
1: Four. So I brought a blueberry, chocolate, coffee, and vanilla sour. You're a madman. Yeah. Uh, it's actually the same color as your beer, which I know. is pretty cool. We're both cool. sitting
0: here with, like, pinkish-purple beers. Yeah, yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. We're both like,
1: you know what? Purple beer this week. Yeah. That's we're what we're doing.
0: both bought berry beers. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but this is from Collective Arts and Stillwater. Uh, it's a sour. It's 5.5%. And the the can has, like, a picture of this guy, and he's just got a hole in his face that kind of shows a different dimension, I guess. I don't really know. Uh, but it tastes, it tastes like a
0: blueberry chocolate sour, basically. Nice.
1: It's great. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Um, We have some magic news for you. Um, Hey, this episode's being pre-recorded.
0: Whoa, I thought we weren't going to tell them that. I thought that was a big secret.
1: No, I thought it'd be kind of nice to just let everyone know that this is, we're talking from the past, the super past. We're always talking from the past, right? but this is like several weeks uh, in the back. Uh, Right now, Jeff is um, on the the holiday, basically. Um, So we are apart. Uh, So we couldn't do that. Um, But yeah, uh, basically tomorrow is 2021. How exciting. That, I'm so excited for tomorrow to be 2021. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> it's going to be really nice. I'm just, you know, really ready to get into the new year. Uh, but there's an FNM. It's Historic Brawl Showcase, where there there will be historic brawl with pre-constructed decks for you to play. Um, so if you haven't tried it before, it's pretty fun. And this way you don't even have to work that much at building a deck or finding one. You just get to play
0: one, which is great. It's interesting. I'd be curious what decks they have
1: available there. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah I'm very excited uh, tomorrow to see what tomorrow, those, yeah. those decks <laughs> will
0: be. I'm sure that information will have been released. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> and then after that, there is a historic brawl event uh, from January 2nd to the 8th. Cool. So if you play on the Friday, then you can be like, "Oh, maybe I'll build this deck and then play it the whole week." Yeah, I like
0: later. that one-two punch. You know, here yeah. are some deck ideas to kickstart your creative juices before we bring it back. Yeah,
1: it's not. I, I like them kind of keeping all the F and M's and the stuff and the events together. Right. It Seems instead of being kind of all over the place, it feels like it's being very cohesive, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Great way to start off 2021. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's talk about 2020. Let's talk about yeah, Normally we'd talk about how our arena week went here. Let's yeah. just talk about how our arena year went. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, my arena year was great because I got to start playing in yeah. arena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Mac client came out, which was fantastic huge news for me right i get to join the community and now i have a podcast about it so <laughs> right <laughs> uh, it didn't, didn't take me, you long <laughs> it didn't take me long i was like you know what i'm just gonna do this all day every day yeah and drink lots of beer while i do it love it
0: yeah so that's pretty cool the mac clients mm-hmm. was something people have been asking about for a really long time yeah uh and then when they decided to leave beta it was now no longer acceptable, really, that there wasn't an Apple version.
2: But it
1: wasn't even, like, right after, like... like No, no, it still took a long time. It took a long time. I was like, I've been waiting for this for a while, so I was like... (laughs) And it's really, I've been waiting for it since I was a kid and got the CD-ROM for 8th edition and thought I could play Magic Online. I want to play
0: Magic on the internet.
1: And they're like, no, your computer doesn't do this. I was like, why not? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, so it was just so frustrating, and for so long, it's been eating at me, so my inner child is so excited.
0: We always had PCs, so I had no issues playing. Yeah, well, I could never play games, so
1: (laughs) that's great for you. Um, (laughs) But finally, I can play. Um, We also got player drafts.
0: Yeah, another big arena update. Yeah. It's just when we were kind of going back and looking at all the stuff that happened in 2020, I was just like, oh, yeah, we didn't draft against other players. Yeah, at the beginning
1: of the year, there was no player drafts.
0: Right. Just crazy. And it's just crazy for me to think that we were drafting against bots. All but the time. Honestly, it was still fun, but player drafts way better.
1: It's way better.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I definitely think it's just so much better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but we had a bunch of a bunch of things that came to Arena. There's a bunch of Magic product in general. Oh, a ton. We are just yeah. going to talk about Arena things because that's what we talk about. So right. obviously, <laughs> we're not going to talk about all the other things that happened. Um, but we had Theros Beyond Death,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Ikoria, Layer of Behemoths, uh, M21, Jumpstart, um remastered zendikar rising and kaladesh remastered and then even before that we had historic anthology two and three right so that's a lot of new cards that's a lot of new cards it started off a little like normal yeah and then it just in july it was like you know what just put the pedal to the metal let's go zach's playing now so
0: let's just like
1: (laughs) jam as many cards into it as possible here we go
0: um yeah whoa yeah, lots of stuff there. I mean, again, though, the craziest thing to me, and I think you, you're you the one who pointed this out to me, mm-hmm. is that uh, Uro was released less than a year ago. It yeah. Just it just feels like I've been playing against Uro for so long.
1: I, mean, I know, but it hasn't even been a year yet. You know? <laughs> um, so, holy moly. Yeah.
0: that's uh, That was a real eye-opener. Yeah.
1: Just being like, <laughs> I wait,
0: what? Kind of feel like Uro's some sort of old-school staple that's just yeah. been around forever. But That's <laughs> like, no,
1: that was before Eldrain, right? Yeah, yeah. That was, no, Uro. Eldrain
0: was before Uro. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Crazy to think about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, these sets. Wh- what did you think of them? Like, let's talk I about maybe them. the standard sets first. The yeah, exactly. Theros, Beyond Death, Akoria, M twenty one, and Zendikar Rising. I love Theros Beyond
1: Death because that's the first pre release I ever won. In quotations, I guess. I kind of split the
0: last... Allegedly, thing. I was there to witness this, but I just don't really remember. I think I blocked it out because I were, did 03 or something.
1: You went 03, but you were also just way hungover yeah, that's, uh, from whatever you did the plausible. night before. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but it was great for me. Um, yeah, and I basically... I, the, I didn't win the one I built this deck in, but the first deck I built was um, four-color nonsense, essentially. Mm-hmm. It was just like... Um, everything but red, and I had a dream trawler, and I was using, I had two copies of um, Enigmatic Incarnation just trying to go this dream trawler, and then I had black just for removal, and it ended up doing pretty well. It was ridiculous. That one I remember. I was there for that one. That one was, that just, it kind of cemented that Theros was like, I really like this set. I'm happy with it, so.
0: Yeah, I really liked Theros too. Um, The interesting thing is that I wasn't excited for it because I really didn't like original Theros block.
1: Yeah, a lot of people didn't.
0: I just didn't have very much fun with it. And Actually, I was really excited for the Greek mythology theme too. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't do it all in the the ways that I kind of would have liked maybe. I, I'm not sure.
1: It was hard because a lot of those mechanics from back then were, um, well, kind of underpowered. And cards just costed a lot.
0: Yeah, and I just didn't find the enchantment creature thing well
1: that was funny because i hadn't drafted in years Mm -hmm. and then i went and i drafted with my buddy had no idea what the cards were and we're the ones at the table you know they're probably like two months into the set and we're like what is this and we're all reading them like why are there so many enchantments right i was so confused i was like what is happening to magic i was like this is not magic (laughs) you know (laughs) the classic every set that comes out um to bring
0: us back to 2020 yeah yeah, 2020 I wasn't excited for Theros Beyond Death because of that. And yeah. then I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ikoria, totally yeah. fine. Um, there are a lot of neat cards in, in Ikoria. I personally didn't like the draft format that much. Yeah. Um,
1: I missed a lot of it because that was when everything was happening with the pandemic. So... Right. That was right um, before... It was Apple. right after it because Ikoria came out in like April, right? Yeah. So, so um, everything with the pandemic was like March.
0: But I mean, it was right... It Wasn't it before this was on Mac?
1: Oh, sorry, yes. It was yeah. also before it was on mech. So, literally, I'm in my house and can't play magic at all. <laughs> right. And so, there's a whole set that comes out, can't play it really. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely was, like, paying attention to all the companion stuff mm-hmm. that was happening.
0: It was hard not hard to miss it, everyone was, it was talking about It companions. was all over the place. Yeah, that's the biggest thing to note. The biggest thing to remember from Theros was U- Uro. The biggest thing from uh, Ikoria was definitely companions. Definitely companions. Original the original rule was not enough. The mm. deck building restrictions they put on these things weren't enough.
1: No. Um, yeah. But with the new good. rule,
0: I think they're pretty cool, actually. I think they're good. Yeah.
1: Um, I think they're fine. Uh, which is exactly where I want them to be.
0: I like that in the past it was, if you're not playing a companion, you're literally just doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, you're just like leaving a card out of your deck. Right, you're mulling your hands. every game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now it's like, there's a you know a real cost because it's not really it's still kind of a free card but you got to work for it yeah. and you have to pay this deck building cost so it's like
1: you're going to go tutor for a card that they know you have in your deck mm-hmm. and they see it go
0: in your hand and yeah so a lot of people still you know a lot of decks still just run one kind of randomly yeah. but most of the decks that run companions are now kind of built around that mm-hmm. companion so um, which i think was the original intent
1: exactly and there are just a lot more fun right now i think um, but M21 was mm-hmm. actually like, that was the first set I got to jump into arena with. Cool. Um, I mean, I, backdrafted back drafted a bunch of the other stuff, so that was fun, but I liked M21 so much.
0: I, I loved M21 too. Actually, M21 was my favorite set from the past. Yeah. Time. Yeah. I, I could be
1: mine too. I just, I thought it was one of the first times I really felt like I got, I mean, it's a core set, so, you know, drafting is a little bit easier, but mm-hmm. It was just a ton of fun. I thought all the archetypes were pretty strong and I really enjoyed like all the different cards that you could do. And I felt like I just did well and knew all this. It was just great.
0: I actually always, I tend to really like core sets and I like core set draft. I think it kind of gets a bad rap. I know, Um, but it just, uh, (sighs) I like that it's about the fundamentals. Yeah. You know, it's just like, Hey, we both have a bunch of two threes. What are you attacking with? Yeah. (laughs) Like how,
1: how do you navigate this? Like, yeah bluffing and you know it, it, i anytime like combat tricks are fun and good mm-hmm. uh, i usually enjoy the set quite a bit
0: yeah anything um, that actually revolves around combat and mm-hmm. doesn't like i like that when there are strategies that don't necessarily win through combat like mm-hmm. control strategies and stuff yeah but i think most games of limited should be decided from making the correct attacks and blocks and stuff yeah and when to use combat tricks and you know and
1: when not to and, and
0: all that, that is especially true in core set and that's yeah. what i really like about and core i set think that's drops. why i like it too yeah,
1: yeah. um So pretty great. I think that was a slam dunk, honestly. And
0: there were some awesome reprints that people had been asking for for a long time. Ugin came back, which is great. Um, I know a lot of people were excited about Grim Tutor. Yeah. Um, So M21, I think, was just kind of a slam dunk. I really think so, too. Uh, Um, As far as core sets go, you can't really expect anything more than that. Exactly. Had some cool new cards, too. I thought all the Planeswalkers Mm -hmm. were not overpowered. They're really balanced and kind of cool designs, too. Yeah.
1: Even Teferi, I mean, when you're playing on Arena super super fair and fun
0: yeah i mean Um, nobody even really plays teferi everyone was complaining that it's another broken teferi i'm like this is way worse than the other two
1: but (laughs) it's broken in commander i see that's why it's uh that's when people are talking about it i
0: think no people were talking about it for well yeah but this i'm talking before they played with the card Mm -hmm. there's always going to be people like that of course of course Uh, on either side the the classic underraters and the classic Mm -hmm. Overraters, yeah um, it turns was just, out evaluating magic cards just hard. So
1: it's really hard when you don't play with them, right? right. You need to play with them first and be like, oh
0: And that happens to everybody. Yeah. So unless the card is Omnath.
1: Yeah And <laughs> so we had Zendikar Rising yeah. um, With Omnath, which was you know, I like that segue. That was a pretty good segue. <laughs> I like it um, Yeah, so Zendikar Rising. We're, we're back on Zendikar. We're there
0: right now. You know all about it
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, I I really like the set. Uh, yeah, me too. Great mm-hmm. set another thing I wasn't super excited about because i didn't play original zendikar Mm -hmm. which is the one that people loved and battle for zendikar i did not not like that block at all i thought that block was horrible one Mm -hmm. of the worst ones i remember actively playing through yeah so i was just not that excited for zendikar rising but then i knew they were trying not to do the eldrazi thing which is what i didn't like about
1: yeah i'm not i'm not the biggest fan of eldrazi in the first place so uh, having extra ones in uh, that was another one of those things where I bought some magic cards and called to the Gatewatch or whatever and I was yeah. like
0: What right? <laughs> what is this new mana symbol?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't like a uh, Eldrazi were supposed to be Ridiculous big bombs mm-hmm. That was their thing and then in oath of the Gatewatch they somehow became like efficient beaters Yeah, like th- thought not seer and just exactly. like just under efficient yeah. creatures. It's like this is stupid Um but Zeeca Rising is great. Mm-hmm. I think the limited format's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I probably won't play too much more of it because I played a lot of it mm-hmm. uh, already, and I want to start saving resources for Kaldheim. Exactly. But I really enjoyed the limited format, and once they you know kicked Omnath out of everything, mm-hmm. uh, all the I mean, it has a lot of fun cards to offer. Yeah.
1: and, and standard has been so healthy since then, mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic. Um, really happy with that. I mean, when they got rid of Uru and Omnath. Yeah, and that made right. Standard very healthy. Yeah,
0: I was just talking about Zendikar Rising in particular. Exactly. You know, if you look at it without Omnath, mm-hmm. great set.
1: Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, we did have, uh, as I was just saying, we did have a few bans mm-hmm. that happened this year. But as we were talking about this, we were realizing, so there there are a lot of bans that happened. Yeah. But
0: most of the cards that were banned weren't from 2020, right? Right. So 2020 is just seen as this like giant problem year. Mm-hmm. And not totally without justification because of I think the most egregious thing was the companions Mm -hmm. but they so quickly fixed that yes right and Omnath again really quick so if you look at everything else that got banned this year Oko, Fires of Invention, uh, Nexus of Fate, Wilderness Reclamation to Fairy Time Raveler none of these cards were actually printed in 2020 yeah Uh, so the only 2020 cards of note were Uro and Omnath and those didn't get banned until
1: Um, September and October so
0: yeah and of course the companion nerf if you want to count that
1: yeah but that was just a that was just a mistake that they just needed to fix
0: yeah and they were willing to do it which I really liked yeah just really quickly I think it was like five six weeks after the set released Mm -hmm. they decided this was wrong yeah let's change this rule Mm -hmm. and I love that they did that yeah in the past they might have been too scared to do that Mm-hmm. because it says something on the card. Exactly. That's so, how it works.
1: And th- so that's hard if you f- have the physical card. Um, it obviously doesn't change, and so there's a lot of people that won't know that, and so they'll be playing with it
0: wrong. And I know there was a lot of controversy about this at the time, but for me, I'm really glad they made the change. Mm-hmm. I think it's more fun than just banning companions. Altogether. Right, or just the good ones, mm-hmm. you know. Um, now people can still play Luris, mm-hmm. but and Loris feels good, but it doesn't feel... <laughs> As ridiculous as it did before. Like yeah. They doubled its mana cost. Exactly.
2: So.
1: Yeah. So, and it really means that you just can't play it and bring something back in. You can't put it in your hand, play it, and bring something back in the same turn. Right. Unless it's unless much you later. give
0: your opponent notice, kind of. Yeah.
1: Essentially. So.
0: Yeah. So, actually, 2020 wasn't really the disaster. It no. It's just that in 2019, they printed so many ridiculous cards. In yep. particular, Throne of Eldraine.
1: Throne of Eldraine has some busted cards. Yeah. Super fun set. Really like that set. Mm-hmm. Busted cards. Uh, which also, I mean, which is the weird thing. So there's always the talk about, like, should you make cards that are ban-worthy mm-hmm. and, or on the cusp of being banned and, and find out how they sit when they come out? Yeah. Or should you just not make cards that will be busted? So the hard part is, is that, obviously, the busted cards are super fun to play until you get beaten down with them so long that you're just like, I can't do anything. There's no other card that I can use to beat this thing, so... That's when it kind of takes over. Um, But I do kind of push more, a little bit more towards the break the design space open and do everything you possibly can. And then, you know, find what goes wrong later. I know it's not a great, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't agree with me, but I think that's kind of how I feel about it.
0: I definitely am on the same page as you. I want them to push the boundary and make awesome cards. And if they overstep sometimes... Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that as long as they're willing to correct it, and yeah. that's what they did this year. I mean, exactly. They they acted really quickly on a lot of these things. Yeah, uh, and made what I think is the right choice. Yes. Um, so the companion nerf, there were a lot being thrown around. I thought that was great. Omnath, we we were doing the math right before the show actually. Yeah. Uh, so how long was Omnath actually legal for in standard?
1: So if you were playing Arena, which we we're talking about, mm-hmm. Omnath was legal for 25 days.
0: Right, because it released a week early on Arena. So if yes. you check the actual release date, that'll be it'll look like Omnath was only around for like 18 days or whatever. yeah.
1: But I think it actually came out September 17th, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it got banned bands. on October 12th. Exactly. So, you know, it, it didn't take them long, and. I, built, I bet there was consideration they've had a banning on the 28th of September. Mm-hmm. Three they,
1: days after the set officially released. Right. There when was they a ban banned, banned. Rho? Yes.
0: I bet Omnath was in the consideration.
2: But and I a lot of people were
1: thinking it was going to be that. Because you can play so many games so quickly on Arena, you can find those kinds of problems much faster than you would at a normal FNM pace. Yeah. Where you play kind of once a week or with your you know depends on region or whatever mm-hmm. um, you don't have a big tournament to show oh crap when you have arena and people can play 24-7 you have just so much data. so much data yeah
0: for sure um, um so yeah so i think it wouldn't have been unreasonable for them mm-hmm. to ban it on the 28th i don't think so either which would have been 11 days that Omnath would have been yeah. <laughs> on <laughs> That'd arena. be
1: pretty funny yeah
0: um, um so they they were willing to act quickly and mm-hmm. that's the that's what i would like yeah uh i think a lot of these people that take issue with that are kind of rooted in the past Mm -hmm. because it used to be you invest all this money in your omnath Mm -hmm. and then they ban it and you oh i just bought i had a standard event coming up i bought all these omnaths for 200 bucks and
1: now they're worthless and now i
0: nobody's gonna buy them back for me like i literally just got screwed Mm -hmm. but with this year the way things panned out that's not ha- going to happen to anyone. Exactly.
1: Also, if you're playing Arena like we are, mm-hmm. bannings obviously don't feel as bad for us because we don't have the same commitment as far as like either buying a box. Like We're not buying boxes. Well, right. If you get the card in Arena, they'll just give you a wild
0: card. Boom. Done. Easy. Yeah. It's almost the opposite that I want to craft cards I think they're going to ban. Exactly. Because then I'll get wild cards back. Yeah. And maybe they don't ban it in Historic. Like It turns out Omnath got banned everywhere. And so Yeah. I well, it's just suspended
1: just, in Historic, right? Yeah, it's gonna get banned. It's gonna get banned. Yeah. But um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Basically you can't play Omnath. You can't play Omnath. But that right. just means I netted even. I spent mm-hmm. four wild cards on Omnaths, I got four wild cards yeah. back. I now have these omnaths I can't use. Yeah.
1: And you forgot to add, you, you bought four omnaths with wild yeah. cards and you got to play Omnath
0: for, for twenty-five a, days. For
1: <laughs> twenty-five <laughs> days, and then
0: yeah. and then I got all the wild cards back. Yeah. So not only is it not really a downside to them mm-hmm. banning it for you, it's actually an upside. Yeah. If you want to think about it that way. Because like Uro, if you crafted Uro right before September 28th, mm-hmm. you got all your wild cards back, and now you get to play Uro in Historic.
1: Boom. Yeah. I, I just played Uro in Historic um, this last month. Yeah. Almost for the first time. And I was like, this is great. Yeah. Like, I, I had these. I did that on purpose just in case I wanted to. And now I have them, so I don't even feel bad about
0: playing, like, crafting it or anything. So... Yeah. Nice. So I would prefer they push the boundary and print some cards they know Exactly. To ke- they know to keep their eye on mm-hmm. and then just be really swift with the ban hammer if Yeah. if people really hate it.
1: Exactly. Also, when it gets banned in these formats, commander players, it'll just drive the price down. Yeah. Take it easy. Well, I don't know why more people aren't on this page. I feel I feel pretty good with this page. Let's right. stay in this great in this page. The <laughs> great page. Um So, jump on board. Play more Arena. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, be excited for
0: bans. Be excited excited for... Please ban my favorite card. I want the free wild cards. I just want the wild cards. They're so hard to get. Please Please ban it just in standard. Yeah. Leave it in historic. Can you
1: ban duress so I can get eight wild cards? (laughs) (laughs) I guess they'll only be commons. Never mind.
0: Yeah. You don't need those. (laughs) I don't need common wild cards. Uh. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. So, the other kind of sets that came out were all... Mostly historic related, right? Like Kaladesh Remastered, Alonquette Remastered, Mm -hmm. historic anthologies.
1: It's like all these sets that just went straight into historic, um, but like sets we got to kind of draft again. Almost like new sets, basically. We've talked about this before. So
0: those cards weren't printed in 2020, but Mm -hmm. the set was curated, so the limited format was kind of created.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it created a new limited format. Right. Which is pretty fun. I mean, Jumpstart is its own thing that they haven't tried before. Yeah. Which is pretty fun. Did you actually play any of the Jumpstart um, Um, events or just like craft the cards?
0: I did not play any of it.
1: I played a few. I played maybe three or four.
0: I think I watched people streaming it. It seemed kind Mm -hmm. of fun, but watching it play out was, like, I got my fun out of that. Yeah. I mean,
1: I thought it was pretty fun because I really liked the experience of playing a deck I haven't uh, looked at. Mm -hmm. And... Each draw step is, what am I going to find? Right. You know, I have no idea. Like, I didn't even make this. I, I, like, I just know the colors, maybe. And then you just, like, flip the card. You're like, oh, that's the rare I got. That's cool, yeah. you know. Or, that's the rare I got. Oh, you know, no. That's cool. I feel like that's
0: what would happen to me. Yeah,
1: that, and <laughs> that tends to happen. But it is pretty fun, um, and I do kind of like that. Especially when, you know, you start to see the patterns when you're playing it. And it's like, oh, they have the dinosaur cards, uh, all the rares were different. Right. So just because you have the dinosaur deck, half of your deck is the dinosaur deck. You don't know if this
0: guy's clearly dinosaur devils. You, you know, just yeah, <laughs> you don't
1: really know what the top end is going to be because mm-hmm. sometimes it's Galta, but sometimes it's something else, or you know, right, it can there's change. There's two or three different. Yeah, so packs. sometimes you're like you're not sure, or you could even play like you could get two packs that were dinosaur, and you maybe get two of the same bomb or two different bombs or um, all that kind of stuff. So it was it was pretty interesting. Um, there's a lot more nuance to it than I thought. I thought it was pretty cut and dry originally, but um, playing it was pretty fun. Yeah, um,
0: I-, I noticed that as well, watching the streams.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, I did like that. Uh, I, I like the idea of, of doing that again, um, though I think I do prefer drafting over something like that. That just doesn't take as much time. Yeah. Drafting, I can invest a lot more time and resources into
0: yeah, overall I think all of these were a success. The mm-hmm. anthologies, Jumpstart, and the remastered sets. Yeah. Uh, Amonkhet remastered in particular, mostly because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um I really liked it. Uh I the drafts were fun. Mm-hmm. We played a lot of those drafts. I did too. I got crushed most of the time. <laughs> I liked them adding in the new cards actually, like
1: Yeah, I think that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um It was hilarious playing, like, a Hornet Queen and then getting Wrath of God. You're like, this is not... Is this Omicad? What's happening? (laughs) Uh, So that was pretty funny. Um.
0: (laughs) Uh, And Kaladesh Remastered, I thought, was a success as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, I didn't have as much fun with it personally. I didn't like the limited format quite as much. Um, And they... You know, the obvious glaring omission.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Dubious challenge.
0: Dubious challenge was... uh, it's not so great offended offensive today. offensive
1: yeah. yeah um i liked it i thought it was fun um i think dubious challenge sucks so <laughs> <laughs> i literally had dubious uh, challenge in, brews the
0: in the works really for On your <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's i was so like sad. man when kaladesh remastered drops it's gonna i'm, be gonna, be so get, so I'm gonna get to play my jank again
1: nope gotta find new jank
0: <laughs> yeah yeah dubious challenge will you know end. maybe maybe
1: uh one of the anthologies will bring dubious challenge i would love that yes <laughs> hilarious that they're like you know what we're gonna omit
0: this for now yeah. but there's somebody who's gonna like it when we bring it back later <laughs> yeah if you play modern events in toronto you might have played against the guy who tries to dubious challenge and cool every time yeah <laughs> that's me <laughs> oh that's so ridiculous but yeah. hilarious um, so yeah deeply offended yeah and so kaladesh remastered that guy begrudgingly admit it was a success but um you know not for yeah. me yeah uh,
1: <laughs> not jank enough for you uh and
0: the historic anthologies were great too i mean yeah when they add in these really old cards you always wonder if these are just going to be busted mm-hmm. these old cards that used to be busted and i don't think there's anything really from the anthologies that no dominates
1: i don't think so no none of them seem to be like wow, that should not be here or anything. Right.
0: No. And like, um, you can play elves because of the anthology. Exactly. It's kind of like a tier two, yeah. maybe three.
1: And now you have to worry about Mog which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I, I really like them. I want them to do more.
0: I want more, too. Yeah. Um,
1: I want more. More anthologies. More anthologies. <laughs> <laughs> the regulars want more anthologies. Yeah. Yeah, we're Uh, we're scaring
0: wizards into giving this to us, for sure. (laughs) Because we, like, could talk to them at all or do anything. Um, But it was kind of interesting, because I think I just had this idea of 2020 in my head that it was some dumpster fire of busted cards. Yeah. And then when I went back and looked over all of this, I'm like, there was only actually, like, two busted cards. It wasn't really
1: that, like, I mean... There's a lot of other factors that happened in 2020 that makes the everything just like a right. paint that smears over everything. Yeah, yeah. 2020 is
0: the longest year of all time.
1: But. Holy <laughs> crap! Yeah, but also re- weirdly short too. Yeah. Um, like December has just flown by. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely, it just feels like yesterday that it was the 11th, um, but now it's the 31st already. Right. I know. That's cr- <laughs> it's so crazy.
0: <laughs> weird how that one happened. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what
1: happened. That's so weird. Um, <laughs> but I think that um. So they did rework competitive Magic this year.
0: Yeah, that was the other huge change. They
1: were working on something else. Um, the last time they were doing like splits and stuff um, was just very strange and confusing, and they didn't have the same type of like um, specific times all the the games were being played, and you couldn't watch them live all the time. And there's kind of a recap on the weekends.
0: And yeah, um, someone from the coverage team would like watch all the matches or watch the matches from a certain. Like the MPL was split into divisions they would watch the yeah. Sapphire division. Yeah, there were
1: different like moxes basically. Yeah.
0: So they got all they got rid of all that. Yeah. And now but that did just... happen
1: the end of it happened this year. Right. Um, um but, but we, we did... got we got rid of that and we have something new that uh if you wanna hear about it, we talk about it episode in three. Episode three. Yeah. In episode three, Jeff talks about it. So yeah. um
0: might have to just explain it again in a future episode. Yeah, probably. We'll probably explain it. I'll let you do that because, uh, well you, you're the expert. <laughs> it's not actually that complicated. The problem is it's so hard to find the information. Yeah. Like that's, that's, I had to, you know, cite three or four different wizards pages to figure out what, to what make what was your own document.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been really fun. Uh, just, I mean, we've just, uh, <laughs> finished the last split, you know, earlier in the month. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the first split, I think, went pretty well. I, I I like the structure of how they do it. I'm excited for the next two. So Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. I'm really excited for what competitive magic is going to be.
0: Yeah, this was a, a huge step forward, I think. <clears throat> and the other thing is that because of the way 2020, you know, what, all the crap that's happened, mm-hmm. they had to move competitive play to all, like, online. Oh, exactly. Um, so, I mean, the MPL was always all arena because mm-hmm. that's what they're trying to... promote yeah but now they have for example the arena open actually Mm -hmm. debuted in 2020 yeah that was in may the first one and this is just uh you know if you haven't heard us talk about it it's just an event that you play on the client on arena Mm -hmm. on a weekend and you can win up to two thousand dollars and some qualifications
1: yeah so you win two thousand dollars and then you get qualified to be like in one of the well you qualify to be in a tournament to qualify to be in a championship right yeah but you could be in a championship, and play against people. Also, the cool thing about the Arena Opens is that you're playing against you know real people. We've talked about this in the past, in the yeah. last episode we did. Uh, but you get to talk about you get to play against real champions because they're all playing with you.
0: So, um, right. really fun. Uh, and then stuff like the Star City Games Online Tour and stuff yeah. like I can I've played more competitive Magic actually than in in almost any previous year I think because I could just do it right from you know home whenever i oh actually i'm I'm not busy this saturday yeah why don't i jump into one of these events so you definitely
1: get more magic for sure there's less gathering Mm -hmm. um, which i is sad but if you want to play magic on a high level you can do that from your house in your pajamas with
0: uh beer in your coffee mug exactly so so i think yeah just that has been one really awesome change
1: it's i think it's really great um we'll see how it keeps going into the new year Mm -hmm. um how was how was your non-magic year? Just
0: like personally. How are things?
1: Um fine. <laughs> fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously COVID happened. And that sucked. It did suck. But I also I I finished my my PhD this year. So.
1: Yeah, so you you you're a doctor. That's right. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um yeah, I uh, it's been a year that just told me to slow down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at the beginning of the year I was definitely poised to be like at a important position in the job I was working. And working a lot and having lots of responsibilities and it immediately stopped. Um, And I had to just chill and just think about what I want to do. Which is, you know, you never get time to do that. Exactly, yeah. Um, And...
0: Or it feels like such a big sacrifice that you have to make in order to get that time.
1: But now, I had it and... We got to make this podcast. Yeah, this is something
0: that probably may not have happened. It 100% would not have happened. (laughs) (laughs) Because we wouldn't have been out disc golfing in the middle of the day. (laughs) Yeah, basically, yeah,
1: on like a Thursday or something. Yeah. Yeah, which I got to disc golf. I had my first disc golf tournament. That Mm -hmm. was really fun.
0: Yeah, that was awesome.
1: Um, So, yeah, I think, you know, overall, it's been a a rough year, but there are a lot of good things that came out of it. Yeah, definitely. So, um, always good to see that.
0: Yeah, um, we had a bunch of trips planned that all got canceled yes
1: that we, i also had a bunch of stuff that i had planned that got canceled as well which is a bummer mm-hmm. and non-refundable trips are not fun and
0: i just had a lot of friends um who are you know you included who <laughs> are getting married we're planning either this year or sometime soon and yeah i i really feel for that Matt, yes
1: i was planning on getting ma- married in 2021 uh and we kind of have a pushing it a bit just because now all the people that were going to get married in 2020 are pushing it to next year. And, um, so it's kind of just pushing things back a little bit, but I think it's okay. I think it's for the best. Mm -hmm. It's nice. Um, it's good to have like a wake up calls in your life and see them as they're coming at you and be able to process them. Mm -hmm. Uh, instead of just trying to be like, I'm Mm -hmm. frustrated with all this stuff. There's a lot of horrible things that happened obviously in 2020 and condolences to anyone who lost any family members. There's so many of you, but, to survive, you do have to see some of the good stuff that happens. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, But, you know, one thing that isn't good right now is that I don't have any more beer in my mug. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if we can <laughs> remedy that. <laughs> uh, I think it's a beer break. Cool.
0: All right. So what, what beer do you got right now, then? Oh, I can't remember. It has uh, blueberry, chocolate, mm-hmm. uh, vanilla. One more? Coffee. There you go. Yes.
1: That's it. And I got raspberry, blackberry, jelly king right yeah it's a good one good color Mm -hmm.
0: Hmm. now that i see yours up close it is like darker it is yours looks like blueberries
1: yeah and this looks like purple so Mm -hmm. yeah it looks like purple yeah (laughs) Mm. it tastes like purple i like it um
0: that's good you get all of those flavors eh? yeah I i get the chocolate at the end
1: i definitely get the chocolate I can't really get the coffee, but I do get the blueberries and a little bit of vanilla. But the mm. sour is nice, actually. Yeah. It really looked like it was something that should say stout at the end. But it I definitely <laughs> said sour. And I was like, okay. Oh. Weird. All right. I'll try it. Um, but Jeff, we talked about the past. But you know what? I don't want to live in the past anymore. I want to live in the future. That's what or we're doing right now. the present now anyway. right yeah. now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> December <confusing> 31st.
0: <laughs> I don't want to live in the past. The whole time travel thing doesn't uh, it's really agree with, with me with beer drinking. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Um, I do want to live in the future, which is now.
0: Yeah. Um, like, am I drunk in the past, the present, or the future? I, I have no idea. <laughs> There's
1: too many phases, or whatever. Um, <laughs> am I my am I first? Too many phases name? for a magic player. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, next year, what what do we want next year? Well, what's going to happen next year? All right. First of all, we know some things for sure.
2: Right. right. Let's
0: just talk about the sets. They've told us what sets they're going to release. Mm-hmm. There are um, four
1: slash five, kind of.
0: Yeah, they've told us mostly the names, the yeah. last two. That's about Not it. Not really. Maybe so, those are the names. I, those might be the names. In the uh, Zendikar Rising preview, when they talked about this, I think mm-hmm. they said there's a chance this won't be what they're actually called.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I missed that. I don't always watch those uh, events with. The, 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 anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't blame you. They're yeah. a bit cheesy. They're, they're kind of like long, too. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But, so, we have, we they're kind of broken up in quarters. And that's mm-hmm. how they're kind of, that's always how they work, but it makes it easier when we actually talk about it that way. Right. Uh, so, the first quarter, um, what's the set going to
0: be? time.
1: Whoa, surprise.
0: <laughs> yeah. I did Norse mythology themed set. It's going to
1: be pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that one.
1: I'm actually, I think that's the one I'm most excited for. So, if that one isn't great, I'm going to be pretty sick <laughs> for the rest of the thing. No, no, no. It's going to be fantastic and the rest of them will have to try to catch up to it. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Agreed.
1: Yeah, but but so it's like Vikings. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that makes it feel like there's going to be some heavy metal things that go yeah, into it. Yeah,
0: that's been... The, the teasers for that have really gotten me interested. Yeah. Uh, like the sleeve for the arena opens
1: really was cool. Really cool. I think yeah. it might just be like the alt art stuff is more heavy metal things. Yeah. But like I already think like... You know, uh, heavy metal uh, records always looked so cool. And I was like, mm-hmm. the album arts, yeah, right, Or yeah. just Mega so... stuff. Oh, so sweet. And, like, meatloaf records, you know, mm-hmm. that have, like, bikes with flames and, like, going through, like, you're a bat out of hell. Yeah. I think yeah. it'd be pretty... Uh, I'm just pretty excited for it. They've been knocking a lot of the alt arts out of the park. So. Really have. So I think this is going to be another one that is going to be fantastic. Um, like,
0: even Akoria, the comic book E1, wasn't my preferred style Not my
1: jam but it's definitely somebody's jam and you have
0: to acknowledge that
1: it, it's cool like, it's that, definitely cool yeah. and cool that they did it and i want them to do more of that mm-hmm. stuff uh so all for it uh, keep up coming as long as i have a choice i like that more choices you know exactly yeah. what's wrong with that
0: um yeah so Caldheim, super mm-hmm. excited quarter the second quarter mm-hmm. strix haven school of mages yes this is like i don't know what is this harry potter set yeah <laughs> harry potter set
1: except for its university I I did see that it said like a wizard university, Uh not like a wizard um, uh, Uh, junior high. All of them. It's like a junior high kind of. It's like pre-k
0: through high school. No, they're
1: 11. 11's like,
0: Okay. you're
1: like fifth grade. I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah, so. It's like junior high, high school stapled together. Exactly. 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 (laughs) I guess everyone's homeschooled in in Hogwarts until then. Wow, Mm -hmm. what a freaking Or they go to
0: like muggle schools, right?
1: They don't go to muggle schools, no. You just, like, stay at home and, like, learn stuff. I think some of them do. I don't think they go. To, well, some of them who have Bef- muggle parents. Before they go to Hogwarts. Yeah. yeah you, that's what I'm saying. I know, but most of them are, don't have muggle parents. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the Weasleys specifically. At first, I was like, wow, <laughs> that's so much work for, like, um, holy crap, what's her name? I don't remember. Anyway, Ron's Molly. Molly. Molly Weasley. There's so much work for Molly Weasley to deal with all these kids. And then I
0: was like, wait, she has magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, stir the pot. Okay, what are you talking about well, at the risk of getting way too off-topic, mm-hmm. it's it always bugged me that wizards don't have to learn any other subjects. Like they don't study English. No, you know, they they all have to speak to each other in English all the time. But they already know because how to, they have magic. True. They don't have to study it. You don't need to
1: like spell or write. do really. math. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely don't need math. If you have magic, why do you need math?
0: Uh, excuse me, math is magic. It's the only magic we actually learn in real life.
1: That's muggle magic. Um, <laughs> real magic <Yeah>. is cool.
0: <laughs>
1: we'll see. We'll see we'll in Strixhaven. See. Yeah, I guess yeah. maybe in Strixhaven. It, maybe it's like a Teleria kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. to, like maybe we're going to get like baby Teferi. Not like real. Like it won't actually be Teferi, but it'll be like maybe there's another time
0: wizard. Oh, that's the thing about Time is we did get like oh, pictures. Yeah, we do have some pictures. So Call Time, we know that Kaya is going to be in it. And someone with a really sharp eye saw. observed that it looks like Tibble on yeah.
1: one of the um, booster packs. Yeah. And so,
0: once I saw that, I was like, it does look like okay. Tybalt. Okay. <laughs> so
1: so Tibble, devil mm-hmm. guy, right? Awesome. Okay. Yeah, Definitely good. works in with the metal theme that we're already talking about. Um, Kaya, ghost assassin. Uh, not exactly sure why she's there. Maybe like uh, there could be some like some of the Norse gods or There's something. There's a lot
0: of ghost stuff in, in Norse mythology. Yeah, exactly.
1: So some ghost thing. She's, she's got to come. She just took the oath in War of the Spark or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's got something to do with something. I don't know. Right. She'll be she'll be there killing ghosts or
0: um, fighting Tybalt, maybe? Maybe she going to fight Tybalt? I feel like she was hunting Liliana or something and then with the oath decided to work together with her. I don't know. Uh, we're, we're we're not a Vorthos. Uh, she
1: was I did read the book. It was god awful, but um, <laughs> she she's going to hunt somebody down. I can't remember. Um, everybody was supposed to go find a person that had left and Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Yeah. I forget. It was very... Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? But
0: yeah, for Strixhaven, I'm like lukewarm on that. It's yeah. the sort of Harry Potter That's University the one
1: I'm thing. most worried about.
0: Yeah. I, I'm ready to be proven wrong. and Maybe it'll just be really cool. Yeah.
1: So but this is the thing that I really like to do, is have very low expectations about lots <laughs> of things in right. life. <laughs> and then everything just gets better.
0: Yeah. That's why Zendikar Rising and uh, Theros Beyond Death were so enjoyable. Exactly. Because I ex-
1: I was so like lukewarm. Up. That's how I felt about Eldraine because right. I was like, all right, I don't know about this fairy tale thing. I don't know. And then it ended up being awesome. And I love ginger Brute. So yeah. like, <laughs> which is one of the cards that I was like, I love really? that design. Why but... do you think it's so funny? Yeah. So it ended up being great. I'm happy they did it. I'm excited to see what we're going to get with the school of mages. As long as they're, I mean, we'll see what the art looks like. Maybe. I don't know if there's going to be like an actual Harry Potter character that's like that's supposed to be.
0: One thing that didn't really resonate with me, though, was the, like, speaking of Eldraine, Mm -hmm. the different, like, factions of knights, one for each color. Yeah. That's something that I, like, read in a Mark Rosewater article was Mm -hmm. something they were trying to push. I didn't really feel it in the set. I felt it, it
1: because of... I, I got it... Well, I got it because most of them have like the... Because there um, was a couple of cycles. But it was like... Yeah. Well, they had... And they also... Most of them care about the other co- colors. It's either a knight that cares about knights or a knight that cares about being one color.
0: Yeah. Right? Um, so that was... Not something that I thought was the coolest part of Eldraine. And this kind of feels like they're doing the whole set about something like that. I bet yeah. there's gonna be the five different factions. Or the houses. Houses, kind of. yeah. That's
1: true. Yeah. So we could see Strixhaven like houses. Um, yeah. and keep with monocolored stuff. Maybe. Yeah, so are they moving away from that since we it's been we've had it for a, a while and we maybe they're just gonna I push mean, no, harder. train
0: was, you know, twenty nineteen and this will be twenty twenty one. So they that's it's true. It's not too early to come back to monocolored. And they playoffs. should
1: because we need some like monocolored decks to really especially it when they just
0: release 10 uh dual like really That's good true. dual lands they do like to do stuff like that
1: and yeah, yeah. and those dual lands do ha- like care about being one color essentially so mm-hmm. you could play them in a one color deck that splashes one other like barely yeah Interesting.
0: I don't know. So we're off to like baseless speculation now. We have absolutely (laughs) no
1: idea. Um, But I would like to point out. Okay, so we do know that there will be modal double-faced cards in the sets coming up. Right. Right. The
0: first two we just talked about. Call time and Strixhaven. So call
1: time. I already said. I'm I'm, okay. Calling a shot. All right. Okay. We didn't write this down. It's a little too early for that. It doesn't matter. Here it goes. I I I think I already called this before, but I am (laughs) saying that I think the modal double-faced cards will be like artifact equipments. I think there's gonna be an artifact or equipment thing i think vikings have axes i think it'd be freaking sweet if they were on oh, one
0: like one half is an equipment and the other half is, is a creature it's a, cre- a creature okay i thought you were saying one half's an artifact and the other is an equipment no 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 no, no no no. oh sorry sorry sorry
1: <laughs> yes yeah, so one side would be a creature the other yeah. side would be an equipment okay yeah um i think
0: so you think that for kaldheim
1: that's what i'm putting it down
0: okay so one thing i thought would be interesting okay what if, mm-hmm. okay, it's a, it's a mythology set. Mm-hmm. All the mythology sets always have gods. Yes. And the Norse gods like to turn into animals. Oh. What if it's like a creature creature modal that's like raven slash Odin kind of thing? Ooh, that sounds cool. That'd be interesting, right?
1: Yeah. Ooh. So like a cheaper creature or expensive creature? Ooh, that sounds pretty intense though.
0: With some sort of weird god rule about when it can uh, actually be a creature yeah
1: that wouldn't be devotion but something else but it'd be into or like like what if you can
0: only cast that side if you meet conditions
1: yeah maybe that would be interesting either either like that or no i have no idea if you like kill it it turns into the raven i don't know could be interesting yeah could be Okay, I like that. I like that. I definitely think there are going to be gods. I want there to be snow stuff. Yeah. But that, I don't have high hopes, but I think there could be. Like, snow Snow basics is yeah. what I'm
0: talking about. I, I'm I'm just like, Luke, I, I don't really care about snow that much because I just never really played with it.
1: I played a little bit and I thought it was interesting, but there's not enough of it for it to matter. And so you need more of it so yeah. like all the
0: cards get better. The most I had, like, people have a real affinity for snow. They mm-hmm. love it. So... I'd be surprised if they didn't use this opportunity yeah. to bring back Snowland. You're also
1: Canadian, so how do you not <laughs> also have an affinity for snow?
0: It's just there all the time. Yeah, yeah you know, it doesn't yeah, feel yeah. that different. Um, um, I would be surprised. Like this seems like the time to bring something people love to Arena. Yeah, like it seems like an opportunity to Might do as that. Well. So also like whatever, who cares? Let's so just do it for Strixhaven. I feel like the most reasonable guess is that this is like a creature. And then spell instead of mm. sorcery. That's like the professor and his favorite spell or something. You know, like those oh, are the, that the makes it, their signature spell. Yeah, their signature, sure.
1: like a legendary creature that's a spell. So yeah, then you could play it in commander. Interesting. Or sorry, brawl. You could play it in you brawl. You play it in brawl. Yeah. Could you play either side? Interesting. That could be kind of cool. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, that just
0: feels like the, you know, you have a school of wizards. Got to be spell based somehow. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna say um, actually. Uh, It's going to be a creature, flip it over as an equipment that's a wand, (laughs) (laughs) and then you can use the wand with the wizards. Boom. Called it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would get a little confusing, though, because you don't necessarily get to choose which side to play. Yeah, exactly. Because the wand chooses, right?
1: Oh, yeah, the wand chooses you. Yeah. So you play it, uh, you roll a dice, and then yeah. the wand goes on to the whichever one, the wizard. The wand he...
0: attaches whichever creature it likes. And it might
1: be your opponent. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then it goes on to their creature. <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. Let's, that'd be like, a great design. <laughs> just like may, maybe there's,
1: the, there's probably only one of them, but that'd be a pretty funny design. Yeah. It just attaches to a random wizard.
0: <laughs> yeah, and obviously the flavor text is just the wand chooses the wizard.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's really just the picture of Harry with the wand in the wand shop with the, the light glowing in his hair yeah. up, you know, from the first movie. That's pretty yeah. funny.
0: To be clear, this isn't actually based on oh, Harry Potter. Oh, we, we have no idea. <laughs> it's only inspired by Harry Potter oh, yeah. the almost rest assuredly.
1: Of, the rest of everything we're talking about, we have no idea. We're yeah. just like calling shots, having fun, <laughs> drinking s- beer. But
0: speaking of them taking some other lore, yes. bringing it right into Well, magic. we've already
1: been talking about crossovers a lot. That yeah. keeps happening, right? Um, so this is probably the next one. Um, there's going to be a lot of like Easter y things for mm-hmm. Harry Potter, so maybe there's going to be Mandrakes that'd be kind of cool. But in the third quarter, we have yes. a legit crossover. All right, let's move. Let's <laughs> mo- let's let's keep moving this train. Yeah. All right, so third quarter, crossover Dungeons and Dragons: The Adventures in the Forgotten Realms.
0: Yeah. Um. As far as crossovers go, this makes the most sense. It's yeah. Owned by the same company, and it's really closely related. Like magic, when it first came out. People were talking about it as, like, it's a Dungeons & Dragons card game. Exactly.
1: Kind of and that's what it was kind of initially made to be was to play this game while you're waiting for your friends to come over for Dungeons mm-hmm. & Dragons.
0: So um, so it makes sense. Um, people tend to get really up in arms about these types of things, either love it or hate it when yeah. it's across. I, um, I think it's fine. I too. don't play Dungeons & Dragons, so I'm not super pumped about it. Yeah because there's going to be references to stuff that I don't get so that part will be a little you know
1: what is funny though is that um so i don't play dungeons and dragons either really Mm -hmm. um but i do randomly follow accounts that will post things about this on instagram Mm -hmm. Uh, so i'll randomly see things and i know how to play and i get how it works yeah i know Um, a little
0: bit about it too because i have friend like i have a friend who we both have a friend who's a dm exactly likes to talk about uh
1: so we we know a little bit about it but um but they already do this all the time right like there's cards constantly like it's basically the same like it just says dungeons and dragons but like it could say Forgotten Realms, and I know that's a big name. There's a lot of video games that have that or different DD. It's like a world in D. Yeah.
0: Like what if it was just a DD inspired set instead of actually using the name? Would yeah. people not be upset about that? Right.
1: Well, you could show them a card and not say what it is, and they'll have no they'll be like, that's a magic card. Right. You know, probably because it's gonna look just like every other magic set essentially. So yeah. why I, I
0: think it's gonna be cool, probably. Yeah, it's be great. My biggest gripe with it is that. It's replacing the corset. Like yeah, it's
1: coming so, when the
2: corset. Yeah, so we were go. just
1: talking about how much we like corsets, and yeah. they're not going to have one this year. Right. Um, which they've done in the past, and um, they'll probably leave corsets for a little bit, come back to it again later.
0: Yeah. Um, who, who knows? I like corsets because they're just a great place for reprints because they don't all have to be thematically connected. Yeah.
1: Well, because at one point they were all reprints, right? Mm-hmm. That would the point right. was that they're all reprints. But they are a really good way for new players to play the game. When we yeah. talk about, well, like, Watsi wanting new players all the time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: core sets are really the best place to start because everything is just teaching what the colors do, which is the most exciting part about the game, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and teaching new players this is what you get to identify with these different things. Um,
0: yeah, what the colors do is, you know, blue can draw cards, black can kill Go creatures, things. you know, green does everything, white. Uh, red does, like, damage, and white does nothing. Yeah, <laughs> white does nothing, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> so, we'll see. We obviously know that Dungeons & Dragons, um, wh- what's a mechanic that just came out that uh, really is, like, Dungeons & Dragons themed? Landfall. Uh, nope, no. close. Oh, party, party. party. There yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. party. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I almost lost you yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So obviously, party. Um, your your D and D group of players yeah, is it's called a party based
0: on a D and D party. It's okay. it's a
1: party. You or you want to be diverse so everyone has abilities that can work together.
0: And we were talking, and we think like Caldheim and Strixhaven tie in with party as well. Like Caldheim's right. likely to have warriors being a kind of Norse mythology. Yeah,
1: or style. they're just all going to be barbarians.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> These they're are like, all barbarians. There's no more <laughs> barbarian soldiers.
1: <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, um, but then, uh, obviously, then we have a bunch of Strix wizards. They're mages. <laughs> yeah, they're just mages. They're not, <laughs> they're not wizards. Oh, God, that would just be just such a punt. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but then, so we're we're assuming there's going to be Whatever other pieces we need in uh, Forgotten Realms. Yeah. Um, do you think, I think people are probably going to just call it Forgotten Realms or just like Adventures of yeah. Forgotten Realms. I don't know what the, what the shorthand is going to be, um, but I'm assuming something like that. It won't be D&D, obviously. No, It'll be I'll probably confusing. just call
0: it Forgotten Realms. Yeah. Um, or so. uh, D-N-D-A-F-R. D-D-A-F-R. Dadaffer yeah that really I'm okay fair. with that Dadaffer yeah. I like
1: it let's go with it so Dadaffer is gonna be yeah. probably a lot of like clerics and wizards and rogues and warriors
0: yeah so probably by the end of like quarter three you know party might actually be a constructed playable mechanic <laughs> I'm excited it's it's not now I've tried several times yes yeah. it
1: will get better when we have more yeah. pieces and that's the set that we're really excited for the pieces to come
0: and I like stuff like that because like adventures. For mm-hmm. example, is one of my favorite mechanics because it's I like the flavor of it, mm-hmm. and then I like how the cards tend to play. The problem with it though is the Adventures deck doesn't grow. Yeah. You build an Adventures deck in, you know, uh, eldraine, mm-hmm. and then for the rest of time, those cards are in Standard. All the same cr- cards are getting played because Adventures an eldraine only mechanic.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna get. They're not gonna co- like do that in a Core Set. And thus, adventure to
0: grows. make it constructed playable, they had to really push it. Yeah right or just risk it or just have it not be constructed playable just mm-hmm. kind of a fun thing people do those are kind of the two options yeah
1: which is kind of what happened with party right right
0: Where well party because they know it's going to get stronger as new sets release mm-hmm. because it's not parasitic like adventures where yeah. it refers to oh something. sorry yeah, 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 yeah party is going the deck is going to start out really weak and mm-hmm. get better as more cards are released yeah. and that's why i think that's a great constructed yep. level mechanic well do you
1: think we could just bring back adventures because it's a really good mechanic i mm-hmm. think i don't know what the design space is exactly like so random tangent at the moment but when we're talking about mechanics um there is a thing that mark rosewater talks about which is the storm scale so if you haven't heard about the storm scale before it's something that he uses and a lot of watsy and the design team uses as a scale on whether they will bring mechanics back or not yeah um and every once in a while you can just look up uh mark rosewater's storm scale and um He's the lead designer, by the way. And it's
0: so-called because they will never bring Storm back.
1: Yes. So basically, it's like a 1 to 10. 1 being Trample Mm -hmm. and 10 being Storm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So Storm is a mechanic where uh, your spell gets copied for each other spell that was cast that turn. Um, It originated in Scourge. 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 It originated in Scourge. Um, And basically, uh, you know, there's these decks that just break it and it's so it can be really busted and it's just like you can't really add more cards to it just because there either design space isn't big enough to make more cards or it's just too powerful
0: it's or also it, like i don't want to sit there and count how many spells we're playing
1: exactly it's and, and it becomes like you have to keep it's yeah it's just kind of like unfun, possibly and just it's never really going to happen again mm-hmm. so if a card is so or if a mechanic is so intense that it's a 10 on the storm scale they're just never going to bring it back um, I would
0: say adventures probably pretty low.
1: I think I, I'm going to say adventures is pretty low on the scale as well. Uh, usually they care about popularity and uh, if there's a design space, if they can do more with I all I think that it has stuff. a
0: pretty big design space because mm-hmm. in theory, you could just staple any spell and any creature together. And, and it's and nice work. when they have a thematic link and actually make sense yeah. and are like playing well together. Like
1: giant killer and that kind of stuff. But that's Home pretty Crusher. easy to
0: do, I think, to make a creature and a spell that I think they play well it. together. Like yeah. That's something they do anyways in every set. Exactly.
1: Um, so basically, it, it would probably be easier. I don't know if party specifically will come back.
0: No, I would. I would maybe, maybe, I, but I would. I would expect no. Yeah. Uh, maybe in the D and D set. Well, like, if that's, that's what I'm where, saying. Yeah, if that's it, where it's going to happen. So if in, it's going to happen. That's where.
1: In the D and D set, will we get party again, or is it going to be uh, different mechanics, but lots of really strong? wizards and, and my,
0: my guess would be that we won't actually get party itself i
1: think the word party won't but there might be wizards that care that you have rogues or something yeah like right. a wizard that cares like you have sub party maybe there's like um almost like a partner thing right mm-hmm. but it's like uh your wizard or your warrior or something it wants to see other it's like in love with a wizard or something so the mm-hmm. warrior it gets stronger when wizards are by or whatever
0: yeah like Obvious is just plus one, plus one if you control a wizard. Exactly that or kind of like stuff. Or like the love beast thing, can't yeah. attack or block. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the warrior life. needs like a, a rogue or something yeah. or a cleric to like be its I don't know spiritual guide or I something. Don't think of something. Yeah. But <laughs> like basically that's what we might be able to see. There'll be a play on that, but we're definitely getting more party cards as far yeah. as like uh, creatures that fit in a party, not mm-hmm. necessarily the word party, probably. Yeah. But anyway, we've been talking <laughs>
0: about this for a while. Quarter
1: four, <laughs> um, the last quarter we know the least about. Um, but it's a plane that we've been to several times.
0: Yeah, so we're going back to Innistrad. Mm-hmm. and then they're doing two mini sets, are they, they're both full size sets.
1: I, I think they're two. They just said that they're two sets. I don't. I don't know if they're so two halves of one
0: whole. They're kind of doing a block, basically, yeah. where they do two sets, one of which focuses on werewolves and the other focuses on vampires. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's a block within its own cycle. Like, we're getting two sets, like, one they'll, set, and then a month later, another set. They'll get released like fast, that. yeah. And yeah. we don't
0: know, I, I believe we don't know yet if these are supposed to be drafted independently or if or, there's some format that both are involved in.
1: Yeah, or, like, you draft one, and then you draft you add the other one to the draft, or like we used to do. I don't know.
0: Yeah, like, is it a two vampires, one werewolves draft? Or,
1: or, the, or I have no idea.
0: I imagine probably just draft separately, but...
1: I really don't know. Yeah. Who but knows? anyways,
0: Innistrad has been a historically a really popular plane. Yeah.
1: A lot of people, it's their favorite plane.
0: Yeah. And I I didn't play during original Innistrad. That was mm-hmm. like right before I yeah. started playing again or, or just a year before or something. Um, Shadows over Innistrad, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the draft format was fine. The, a lot of cool cards were released. Um, I didn't love it. Yeah. But I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah. I
1: didn't play in the original one either. I played literally right before it.
2: Um, I and think then I
0: got left. a bit annoyed that they brought, because I hate Eldrazi, as we were mentioning mm-hmm. earlier, and they brought Eldrazi into Innistrad. Into yeah. I was like, why uh, is it always going to be Eldrazi? Was, get, was it enough with the Yeah, come
1: on. <laughs> um, yeah, so some of that stuff I wasn't into, because I also don't like Eldrazi very much. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't play a lot of Shadows, so we'll see. Um, but I am excited. I do want there to be more werewolves. I think the idea of the transform thing was pretty interesting. I thought mm-hmm. it wasn't well executed the first time. Uh, it yeah. just seemed like a boring play pattern. So hopefully this one will be. They changed it in Shadows, and it's then, like
0: don't play spells. Yeah, don't if play. If you spells, don't play spells, we'll reward you. And then if you play too many spells after that, we'll punish. We'll you.
1: punish you. Yeah. Um, instead of the opposite you would think, where you mm-hmm. play more spells, it flips. If you play no spells, it flips back or whatever. Anyway. Um, getting into that tangent but hopefully we'll just get more werewolves and like um, they'll be more viable they just yeah. haven't been just strong enough
0: I'm excited to see what they bring I yeah. mean I I do like the gothic horror theme. Oh yeah. So I love the flavor of Innistrad when Mm -hmm. there are no Eldrazi infiltrating it. Yeah. (laughs) So like shadows over Innistrad was fine because there's just a hint of Emrakul. Mm -hmm. Didn't love Eldritch Moon because then Emrakul was there and it was just, and everything is transforming into Eldrazi. Yeah. And there's all the
1: emerge that emerge. uh, Yeah. There was, there was
0: Eldrazi in the set. Right. Yeah. No. No, Shadows was great. Yep. Weirdly enough, my favorite card from shadows was crawling sensation. Uh, this is a card that whenever a land goes into your graveyard for the first time in a turn, you get a 1/1 one, one insect token. It was an enchantment. Oh, okay. I loved playing and it and it milled you when it came into play for 3. Boom, there you go. Yeah. So I played this with like Gitrog monster and Ramunap excavator. <laughs> of course you're playing Gitrog monster to, <laughs> like to like bring <laughs> lands back from my graveyard. Um, I loved that deck.
1: That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, it was. Um anyway, played wow, it. we really just Beasted that. I was we were not expecting to talk that much about those sets, but that was actually pretty fun. I, I yeah a good yeah. thought experiment to kind of like go through. We're
0: talking about a whole year of magic here. I think we could go a little long.
1: I think that yeah, <laughs> there's a lot more to talk about than we might anything. need another beer break. Though. I think we might actually need one, but not yet. I'm not there yet. I still have a good amount left. Um I did want to say like how many remastered sets do you think we're gonna get next year? Like we're definitely getting one, I'm assuming. We're getting
0: Do you count pioneer masters? Yes. So if that counts, then I'm going to say one.
1: One. Well,
0: no, 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 probably two, probably two.
1: Okay, so what we didn't actually talk about is that in concept, we do know there's going to be a uh, historic, do A new format called (laughs) historic. We do know there's going to be a historic anthology four. um, And then there's going to be a Pioneer Masters. And this, this is in concept, so they're still working on it. Um, there will be, uh, they're working on deck sharing and then they're also going to, uh, have a new play blade rework. So the play blade is the thing that comes out and you get to choose what format you're playing. If it's like play or, uh, standard, uh, and then standard traditional or whatever. Right. Standard traditional play and historic and historic traditional and all that That stuff. That thing is horrible. Yes. It's something
0: I've gotten used to. Yeah. It's
1: really bad. The amount of times I've just played, uh, standard traditional play And thought I was on the ladder and I wasn't Mm -hmm. has happened to me a lot because it's so confusing. So, um, or
0: you just don't see a bunch of modes because you're in the wrong. You're in like arena play modes instead of all play modes. So
1: basically, they are reworking it. It's in the works. That thing is really strange, um, but they're working on fixing it or changing it for better or for worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, now I'm going to have to learn some weird yeah. new play blade. Going to
1: click the wrong play blade. It just makes me think of Beyblade. I know, I definitely thought it was Beyblade. I had to, r- to Google it to see what that was. But yeah, so they are working on that. Um, so we don't know anything about actual remastered sets. And what I'm really talking about is like we have done Amonket and Kaladish. So are we going to go to Shadows over Innistrad and Eldris Moon? Are we going to have a remastered set of that?
0: The fact that quarter four is going to Innistrad makes me think it might be in their best interest to do yeah, a shadows remastered around that time.
1: Either around that time or or maybe I'm thinking
0: bef- right before maybe to either, generate some hype for it.
1: Now I would feel almost not right before, but maybe in June or something.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So we, in June they'll they'll they could do the um, shadows remastered, mm-hmm. and then July would basically be um, uh, forgotten realms, mm-hmm. and then we go into maybe a different remastered set and then go into it. But we'll basically have. The kind of Innistrad in mind
0: that would make sense to me, you know. Remind us what Innistrad's all about. Get yeah. us excited for Innistrad again.
1: Yeah, and and I think that would be a good idea. I don't know if there's going to be as many as there were this time, because weren't most of those cards Kaladesh and Amonkhet? Those were in like early, early beta. Right. right. So they had a lot of that stuff. I don't know if it was Kaladesh, but Kick.
0: Kaladesh was oh it yeah was? when the it, like when it literally first released as a beta. Yeah, you were playing Kaladesh.
1: Yeah. So I think a lot of those cards were actually on the client while they were trying to work on it, and a lot of the first yeah. um, videos that they were showing about arena had Glory Bringer in it. Yeah. So um, so those were definitely uh, already on. Like they weren't as it wasn't just. You're not making a whole new set that uh, the client doesn't know. It already knows a lot of this stuff. Um, so that's why they could pump them out so quickly. I don't know if they're going to put as much focus on them this year, but I do think we're going to get one. I don't know if it's going to be shadows or they're just going to call that the Pioneer Masters thing. Or we'll just have more historic anthologies and we'll get Dubious Challenge. I don't know. They better. Yeah.
0: As long as I get me some Dubious Challenge. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so we'll see. I think see. Pioneer
0: Masters is going to be separate, it won't be the shadows it thing. It
1: won't be a shadows thing. Um, that we so do you think we're going to have a shadows or not? I I like the idea. I think so. I we, think we've so. talked about them going in uh, like backlogging and get, trying to get down to um, pioneer mm-hmm. card. I don't know collection. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't be exactly be that because we're missing some cards, but um, getting close to it.
0: My only concern with shadows is I don't know if if I want an Emrakul. Uh, <laughs> cool and in historic. I did kind of like the delirium decks. Delirium was fun, mean I clues. don't think it would be busted in historic. Yeah, but tireless tracker. Yeah, tireless tracker is very good. Mm-hmm. So, but again, like, is it even that good compared to what they have now? Like, it's Maybe not. Be- not. <laughs> it's not better than Uro as a green three-drop that draws cards. Probably like, not. <laughs>
1: so, um, we'll see. I mean, it could be fun. I, I'm, I'm thinking that they might have something like that, but uh, I would like it. So we know Pioneer
0: Masters for sure, right? That was actually supposed to release this year and got pushed back. It got
1: pushed back. So that's coming soon-ish probably. And
0: the idea is their goal, like we've been kind of throwing it around, but I don't think people might not know what Pioneer is. Oh yeah, that's good to talk about. So Pioneer is a format... That came out almost around the same time as Historic, a little bit before.
1: Yeah, so Historic was uh, announced in 2019, but yeah. really started in, like, November?
0: Yeah, it's almost a 2020 creation. Yeah, it's
1: almost just a whole 2020 creation.
0: Uh, so that was our first year of Historic, I guess. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was one thing we didn't talk about in the last year. Historic yeah. is a thing.
0: Yeah. Um, but basically what they did is they took... Bas- Modern was getting too inaccessible, kind of like mm-hmm. Legacy. So they made a new Eternal format that starts more recently. Yeah. Now, this isn't a, a, a you know, Pioneer's not an arena format. So you know, forgive us if we don't get everything totally right about it. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's not so, exactly. You know, we nail all the I, other information. I,
1: I know about Pioneer. I haven't played Pioneer, yeah. but I, I know relatively. Uh, the card pool starts at Return to Ravnica.
0: Yeah. But they immediately banned all the fetch lands that yes. happen in cons of Tarkir. So it's kind of like historic in that it's a eternal format, meaning it, sets don't rotate out of it. Mm-hmm. It just goes a bit older than historic currently does. Exactly. But what they've said is that they're trying to backlog arena, bring back old sets with these remastered sets until you can play Pioneer on Arena. Yeah. And so the idea of Pioneer Masters is to bring all the the top hits you yeah, know the, the
1: the good good constructed staples without a lot of the draft chaff
0: right now it's sh- it's it is meant to be draftable as well
1: yeah well pioneer masters itself, itself will be draftable yeah. yeah but we're not bringing like some random common from theros that no one's going to play
0: or you know some rare that only one person played yeah you know, it's made it clear they don't want to do that yeah obviously that card is so that when so we say down. pioneer masters they're going to release kind of a all the most relevant in their eyes, constructed staples yeah. and then flesh it out into a draft format Exactly, and release that. How do you feel about that though?
1: Um, I don't know, man. It really feels
0: like, cause that feels,
1: well, I'm in this weird place where like, I really like historic, but if pioneer kind of becomes what historic is, is historic just gone and it's just pioneer now.
0: Right. If they're trying um, to bring pioneer to arena, it doesn't really make sense to have historic and pioneer to be two separate things they'll be almost the same except mm-hmm. historic will have like jumpstart and the anthologies yeah
1: so that feels weird to me i definitely think that just having all the cards on arena just makes it easier yeah to to build a deck if you're playing on that format um i, I don't it,
0: think they should have the goal of bringing pioneer to arena just let historic yeah. be its own thing just let
1: historic be historic and then pioneer is whatever mm-hmm. but like I don't know
0: and this coming from someone i played a lot of pioneer before historic was really a thing and mm-hmm. when arena wasn't quite as good yeah and i liked it i really yeah. enjoyed the format so it's not like i'm oh pioneer is dumb i don't want it on arena that's not what i'm saying i just no. don't i don't get it why would you ever have both
1: I, it does they the seem to flight. a little too close together it's yeah. like because frontier was a format for a while right and that was like Basically started with cons and just went forward. It's very small.
0: Yeah. It was um, never officially sanctioned. Though. Oh, really? It was Wizards just like, never acknowledged it okay. as a format.
1: Um, I knew somebody who played it, so that's why I like... Yeah, it was it, like
0: something... I think some Japanese store started running events like that, mm. and it kind of caught on as as being more fun, yeah. or a more accessible format than modern. Than modern. Problem with it was that it was dominated by Kaladesh and mm-hmm. Cons of Tarkir.
1: And then you're just like, okay. I mean, I definitely understand the not accessible to modern because i could not play modern because it was inaccessible so i get that my
0: dubious challenge deck that wasn't very expensive yeah
1: i mean like i don't have any of the lands the <laughs> yeah. lands was uh, yeah, the right. gatekeeper yeah, right fetch lands yeah, yeah I, I didn't have any fetches or shocks at the time to be fair so and most of those were like 10 bucks when i started playing so or the started playing oh, the game. shock the shocks yeah the shocks yeah, yeah. Was the was were for 10 bucks where'd you no 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 yeah no so um i i absolutely understand getting that um and I understand that they, you know, want to get rid of the, the fetches because of a lot of different problems. But um, I, I, I want historic to be its own thing. I don't think pioneer needs to get into it. Also, if historic is just going to be like a pro played format. It seems like pioneer won't have the strength to topple it over.
0: Yeah, it, I don't know. I mean, they, they had. Originally, Pioneer was supposed to be the competitive format. Exactly. Like, they made it for the Pro Tours. And
1: this last year has and kind it, of Historic pushed it was out. supposed to be fun. Historic was just supposed to be like, hey, play with some cards that you have on Arena because they're
0: there. Yeah. Now that everything's on Arena, Historic mm-hmm. has kind of become the competitive So did
1: that, did that kind of shift the current of what we're going to do or are they going to stick with the plan, dig their heels in, and do you think Pioneer is going to jump on Arena and kind of
0: kill Historic? Is that possible? I, I don't think so. Um, I just don't really, I think their goals are going to change. They're just yeah. not going to bring pioneer all the way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm ex- interested to see what's in this pioneer master set. Yeah. Pioneer is, has a lot of cards in it.
1: Yeah. So there could be some cool stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm just, this is definitely going to shake up historic. Are we going like, to get like, like all
1: things? the, the Theros gods, the other ones? That's uh, a lot. Know.
0: People we... even play those in historic in pioneer. I mean, I don't they know. don't seem that good.
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know anything You're about like, Pioneer. I don't know anything about Pioneer. <laughs> All I'm thinking is, I want some more Theros cards. Yeah. Fun.
0: <laughs> All I know is Pioneer used to be just a total combo format, and then they took the banhammer to every combo deck. Uh, now it's like Uro mid range stuff, and so not that different than Historic, I guess. Yeah, I so guess I it's guess just it, a Uro, just Uro added, midrange deck yeah,
1: format. So. I mean, there you go. Uh, magic now Uro, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So so we'll see. I I do think that uh, Historic will survive through. Um, pushing I think they're just gonna
0: kind of change this plan of Pioneer coming it, to Arena. It
1: just, will just be different. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll just get all the cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're gonna. Let's go back to Odyssey.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I would love that, man. That would be dope. In the old frame, please. please. Like, when Historic Anthologies came out with the old cards, I was like, oh, no, they updated oh, the frame. Oh, <laughs> no.
1: I know. I was pretty bummed about that, too.
0: Now that we have lands in the old frame, I believe it's possible. It is possible. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. I think we went through most of this stuff. Oh, except for um, updates to the, the actual Yeah, so we client. talked about,
0: like, magic sets that will come out. Are there yeah. any changes to the actual client arena? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, they told us they're working on a mobile version. hmm So that makes sense a lot of people really want that you know uh, it's not something I you or i are particularly waiting for mm-hmm. i don't think but no i know a lot of people are so that'll be great that'll if be they great can for get them. a working Absolutely. mobile client for yeah. those people
1: i mean more players playing that's all i
0: want yeah the big thing i want is in-game tournament support yes not necessarily for me but for yeah. coverage of yeah. these events
1: I really think the way that they're doing it right now, where you have, you have one person's perspective of the game Mm -hmm. and then the other, the opponent is what it feels like is on top and you can see just their hand. Um, But it, it throws me off a little bit because um, it does feel like you're playing, which is nice. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it immediately makes me root for one person. Mm -hmm. It makes me root for the person that's sitting in my seat you know, playing against this other opponent feeling person because you play enough, it, you know, that just inherently happens. Yeah. As opposed to it where it's like a football field where there's they're going from uh, left to right. Yeah. Um, it is harder to see the cards, I guess, because they're sideways.
0: Yeah. And having them be tapped. I don't know. But,
1: but I mean, that's what tournament play was like before. So, yeah, why I mean. is that a problem? I don't know. Um,
0: or just even if they could just alternate easier which mm -hmm. side they're looking from
1: or like we have spectator mode where we just see all the cards where like you see you know all the cards are flipped like as if you're gonna you know you thought sees them and you can see all the cards in their hand yeah uh same thing uh but it's just for spectators and not for um the players right why not also that way we won't have like you know different
0: ads popping up while the games are playing or, yeah. you know, like, things like that. So and, and a lot of tech difficulties because right now mm-hmm. the players are streaming through Discord. Mm-hmm. The coverage team is watching those streams, cutting out one player's hand, pasting that stream up above where that player's hand would be, mm-hmm. and then you're watching the other guy's mainstream. On Twitch. Through Twitch. Yeah. So there, there's just a lot of, like, it always has issues yeah, because every, they're going through all these exactly. different... Exactly.
1: So if we can just do all of it on Arena, then...
0: Just get Twitch integrated arena tournament, you know, spectator mode. Yeah. Because um, one thing that happens too, as, aside from just, you know, tech issues, is the hand that you're seeing for the opponent, the mm-hmm. quote unquote opponent, Yeah. is never never in time no with the mainstream so a card leaves that hand and then three seconds later you'll see it played on the board exactly
1: or or like it, you'll see it faster than it's drawn or yeah. or the other way around um it just doesn't feel doesn't sync. cohesive yeah. yeah it doesn't sync very well so um i mean i love watching it on arena it's really nice um, it, I do think personally it is a bit easier to see some of the cards, mm-hmm. at least half of them Yeah. Um, or what's on the board. Um, I wish that the commentators could see how, how many cards they have in their library, what's in That's their graveyard, the big thing, right? all those kinds of things. Commentators
0: are, they, are like, does he have enough cards to... Yeah.
1: It's so hard for them to talk about these things when, you know, they don't have the information because they can't get it because they don't have right. the They need the
0: player to hover over their graveyard and show that there's six cards in it for them to know they can bring back a row. Yeah.
1: Know? So... Um, Or to be
0: counting the whole time, but because they're constantly talking and answering chat and stuff. It's
1: just a lot. So I think uh, spectator mode is a big thing that I want to see because it would just make things a lot better. Um, I mean, I'm still going to watch all this stuff anyway because I'm into it. But uh, I I think it would just help the uh, the commentators a lot. If they had that. It would
0: make the viewing experience better. It
1: would make it a lot better. Uh, Especially if they're focusing on and pushing for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's do it, man. I'm
0: sure they have in the works. Let's get it going. Plus, it'd just be kind of cool, like, just with tournament support, if I could... Right now, I can't really interact with my friends. I can challenge you to a game, right? Yeah. What if... You know, we had eight friends, and I could just create a tournament. We, we just could, make a bracket? We could play in. Yeah.
1: You just drag and drop into a bracket and play a Yeah. Awesome. Like
0: A lot of games have that, where you can just yeah. build your own custom room where you have a...
1: So, anyways. I think they just need to work some more on that kind of stuff. I mean, people have been saying this for a while, so mm-hmm. um, we're not uh, saying anything that's absolutely new mm-hmm. or groundbreaking. Um, we're just, you know, another voice saying, hey, that'd be awesome. Please yeah. do it.
0: It's spectator mode to make the viewing better. That's like yeah. the one thing I would say. The big change would be nice because, yeah, just it'd be... I love to watch the MPL exactly player, like the best players in the world play the game. And I'd like it if that was a lot more seamless. Like, just it's always so strange how many tech problems they always have. I know, and stuff. I know. It's Like, this is, you know, sometimes these players, like there's $150,000 in prizes for this event. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even get to see it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> like, every time you and I tried to watch... Yeah, we could never
1: really watch... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we tried to watch again and then there was like some uh problems with the championship like so both
0: times that our players were, we're playing boring. each other from our fantasy draft, and then we tried to watch it we couldn't watch it either time because
1: something happened um so yeah i would love to see something like that happen mm-hmm. um but with that i really think i need another beer
0: all right let's let's go back to the uh the old system and throw in another beer break. let's, let's get another <laughs> beer
1: break in here all righty so surprise surprise we picked our own beers yeah (laughs) who could have thunk to be fair though they were both awesome this was actually probably the hardest
0: choice we've had so far i think what a great
1: way to just you know finish 2020 (laughs) with a really hard choice
0: i think (laughs) the like combined quality of these two beers is the highest yet
1: yeah i think the so the secret to good beer is it has to be purple
0: yeah, that's what we've
1: learned today. <laughs> we need so you need purple beer for it to be really good. Cuz holy crap. Well, I also love blueberries and you love blackberries, so
0: yeah. Just made sense. <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe we should just be like the Berry bros. Berry bros. Well, that's for a different podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, We'll we'll start a new podcast called (laughs) Berry
1: Bros. Berry bros, Where we talk about all our favorite berries and pies and beer. That's purple. And just purple things. (laughs) It's
0: a purple podcast. The purple podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so dumb. Okay. So <laughs> we uh, probably get more listeners than we do for this Yeah, one, probably. We'll get, a, besides the one listener we have for this podcast. Yeah. Let's well, just, that's, that's probably smart. Yeah. This <laughs> podcast is going well. Let's keep working on more. Let's just make more podcasts with the same people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> we, we have 138 podcasts. Each of them has a listener. So
1: <laughs> We just have one for every single day or like, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, hey, let's rate these beers. Sure. Are we um, doing that first? Yeah, let's do that first. Um, so which uh yeah, normally which, we do that at the end now in our updated system, i don't know <laughs> uh i've had a couple beers which which should we talk about this one first yes yeah okay. um let's do that really good so sorry this one as in this is the blueberry, blueberry chocolate, chocolate coffee vanilla coffee sour vanilla. from yeah. collective arts and Stillwater. uh the one right. i brought i think it's really good
0: the darker purple one mm-hmm. yeah Mine's more of like a pinkish, lighter purple. Yeah.
1: Kinda. So this one is less sour than that one for sure. Yes. Um, uh, you get a strong coffee and chocolate,
0: I think, with the blueberry. I really get the chocolate as an aftertaste. Like, oh, interesting. The first thing that hits me is the blueberry mm-hmm. and the last thing that lingers is the chocolate. Here's the chocolate.
1: I think it's great. I, for being something that looks like it's supposed to be a stout mm-hmm. and then being this. I'm really into it.
0: P.S. Can we get them to make a blueberry chocolate coffee vanilla stout? Yeah. That'd be awesome hey, too. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> um, yeah. I really like it. Um, but I probably, I was so surprising, but
0: I don't know if I can give it a diamond. I think it's going to be a platinum for me. I think I think I was gonna give it diamond. Really, I think under the old system, I might have mythic'd it. But Zach, Whoa. now several weeks ago, now Zach yeah. yelled at me for being too generous with my. I yelled at us. <laughs> okay, wait, ratings. let me give me the. Uh, I think it's diamond for me. Uh, it's good, man. It's really good. It's really good. Maybe I'm being too hard on beer. <laughs> I think you you were just worried that we're too soft, but now we have a real, actual really good beer. Okay,
1: this is really good. I guess I was thinking it was gonna be so weird. It was gonna be. It was gonna throw me off.
0: Yeah, it's not as weird as it sounds.
1: It's really not. It's just really tasty. Um, okay, you 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 changed me. Uh, we're going diamond. Let's go diamond. Diamond. Yeah. The new diamond. Diamond. Whatever. <laughs> Keep saying diamond. <laughs>
0: just say it a few more times diamond diamond it's a diamond got it um they're (laughs) a boy's best friend and what do we think about the jelly king well i love jelly king i think jelly king's legendary for me i i kind of want to just give this mythic Mm -hmm. um,
1: i'm super on board with that jelly king is like when someone comes to toronto whatever jelly kings they have i've never had a jelly king i didn't love yeah like love yeah every single one has been just smack it out of the park. So good. Um, If people say they don't like sour beer, I'm like, drink a Jelly King. Like,
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. When people are like, oh, I don't like sours. I wasn't that big on the idea of sour beers either. Yeah. And I tried. This was the one that convinced me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm always willing to try them. And sometimes you do get the beer, the sour beer that tastes more like juice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is like juice that has a beer flavor going yeah. on. Uh, this is beer first with a little sour. Yeah. Um, um perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it, especially this, uh, raspberry blackberry one, uh, mm-hmm. choice. Real yeah. Good.
0: This is one, even um, one of the better jelly Kings. I think probably
1: might even be better than the original one that I, oh, I used to, when I worked at, um, the restaurant I used to work at, mm-hmm. uh, when people would come and they'd be like, Hey, what do I do? I'm like, go to Bel- uh, Trinity Bellwoods. No, sorry. Go to Bellwoods brewery. Yeah. Um, let me start again. <laughs>
0: go to ben- Bellwoods brewery.
1: Go to Bellwoods brewery. Drink a Jelly King in the park in at Trinity, Trinity Bellwoods. Yeah, uh, that That's what you should do. Super fun. Uh, well, <clears throat> I mean, I don't actually do that if any cops are listening. Yeah, yeah we don't do that. Yeah. But um, great experience. Jelly King. Uh, thumbs up. I probably almost, without even tasting it, I could probably give anything that says Jelly King mythic.
0: Yeah, I've had enough of them now that I yeah. know that they're always rocks. I gold.
1: almost brought yeah. one a couple weeks ago and thought I would wait, but
0: <laughs> beat me to the punch. Had to, had to. Got yeah. to so. Gotta start the new year off right. That's right, yeah, <laughs> or end the last year good. Yeah, I guess that's technically what we're doing since it's the 31st. It's the 31st of uh, December. Definitely. If we
1: haven't mentioned yeah. that before, it is the 31st of December. <laughs> yeah, Today, Today that's the yeah, day. Right now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we have, this is, I'm excited for this part. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Yeah. So we are doing some hot takes that we are talking about for next year. What do we think is going to happen? Call some shots. Uh, some of these are big shots. Some of them are over unders. Uh, but we're trying to bet. We're in the betting mood for the new year. Yeah. Um, we we're not exactly. We haven't exactly figured out what the bets are going to be. We couldn't
0: yet. come to a consensus. We threw some ideas around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, First, we're just like beer, but we already have yeah. bets with beer going yeah, on. Yeah, buy a
1: beer for them. Yeah, we do that. we were already doing that with the other one. Then we thought them. about water bets. Yeah, water bets where you like, um, if you lose, you get water thrown in your face.
0: And then we briefly considered uh, combining those two ideas. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think
1: beer bets where yeah. you throw beer in someone's face <laughs> yeah. seems pretty fun, actually. That's got to be it, right? Especially if we do all of them next December where it's like freezing. Right.
0: <laughs> Would be pretty funny. Um. Yeah. So my friends and I actually have played this game before. Yeah. We were um, at a kegger in university once, and you know, as as keggers tend to happen, you meet these guys, random people you don't know. Yeah. But they were like, "Oh, do you guys want to play Cerveza Face?" We're like, "Cerveza Face? What the hell is that?" and so they're like oh wow you know you haven't heard of cerveza face well we went on this trip to mexico yeah mexico (laughs) and we learned this game and the game is you play rock paper scissors whoever loses gets on their knees and closes their eyes and chugs their beer and the other person splashes beer in their face while they're doing that that's literally (laughs) the whole game (laughs) this could be our bet that sounds (laughs) that (laughs) sounds
1: Um, I mean,
0: yeah. Just get I get a 2-4 of the cheapest beer we can.
1: <laughs> and just play that <laughs> game for each. I mean, like, but the thing... So you would count up all the ones that you lost, and we'd have to, no, like... No, we'll do it as they happen, right? Oh, okay. So we yeah. just play it, like, 10 times throughout the year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh survey face. So, I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wizards will definitely be super excited. Yeah, they're going to promote this. this podcast now. Um, because we're going to do something like this. Sure. Yeah. A survey of we'll face. Put that on social media. Um, yeah, we're going to look <laughs> like such assholes. We also, so, we could also do um, Slap Bet, mm-hmm. um, yeah, which is something that was like, coined in How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. uh, where you just get to slap someone as hard as you can. But that is a little bit more violent, and there is no alcohol involved. So, yeah. maybe we'll do survey of face and Slap Bet after <laughs> <laughs> we do survey We'll so. see which one. Uh, people react to better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so first one, first hot take. All right. Uh oldie but a goodie. Definitely yeah. <laughs> talked about this one before. You probably know our positions on it. <laughs> you already know, but I am saying, okay, I'm already this is my stance. You already yeah. know. Okay. My hands are in the air. Mm-hmm. Um historic brawl will be a permanent format by July
0: 2021. Yeah. So you will be able to play historic brawl whenever you want. Yes. On arena in July. Yes. That's it. I'm uh, I'm opposed. I'm on the no side of that. How could you be on the no? I'm not saying I don't want it. I guess we're not really debating, are we? Yeah. No, we're just calling <laughs> shots. Okay, yeah. so so you don't really want it? Oh, no. I'm not saying I don't want it. I'm oh. saying I don't think it will happen.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm saying I think it's going to happen. Great. I think that Wizards sees all the commander players and wants as many in arena as possible. You know, they want to grab them and pull them in, and I'm with them. All I'm right. right there. I'm with Mark. <laughs> I got my net. I'm like, let's get these commander players playing arena. Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's go. So um, it's going to happen. Uh, historic brawl. You can, you can call me <laughs> at, uh, on August 1st and be like, hey where is it i'll yeah. be like it just happened the surface yesterday. Phase.
0: Yeah. no it's gonna happen <laughs> well uh, surface of phase will happen either way <laughs> yeah that's true A
1: surface of face is gonna happen either way so um july 2021 we're gonna have historic
0: brawl. actually this is kind of smart on your side because if you lose that's happening in the summer yes it's possible it happens to me in the winter if exactly. they just do it in like february <laughs>
1: so there you go yeah uh, especially because we have this, you know, we're going to see this event coming up in the next
0: couple of days. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, and so it's just wildly popular. Nobody it's, play that. It's going to be extremely do not, popular. Do not play. People it. are going to be super excited. Um, they're especially going to be either like. Chilling, doing nothing. Maybe they're not back in school yet. Maybe yeah. there's no work at the moment or anything that's crazy. Everyone's
0: playing magic. Boom. But I read somewhere that there's a bug that if you play in that historic brawl event, you lose all your wild cards. Uh, that's not. Yeah, it just deletes from your account. and you'll. That's never, a lie.
2: Jeff is lying <laughs> to you. He's <laughs>
1: absolutely lying. Playing the event. It's going to be super fun. Uh, historic <laughs> brawl, July 2020. One. Whoo! Okay. Anyway. Okay, so uh, the next one. You want
0: to read it? Yeah, so... I don't know, should we put like a, a time limit on this, or is this just in 2021? That's the time limit. That's a so year. A whole year? Yeah. Okay, I feel like I got the better end of this one then. So I'm saying, Uro, Titan of Nature's Wrath, will be banned or suspended Okay. in historic in 2021. In all, oh, no, now that you say it, it makes it feel like we should have something shorter
1: because I said by July, because I was yeah. trying to call <laughs> Okay, wait. I wait, don't know, this
0: one feels like... Just so likely to happen. This card is so prevalent.
1: Can we say by September,
0: maybe? September. Okay. 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 That's nine months. That's pretty good. Nine months. That's pretty good. That's a baby. All right. All right. (laughs) Jeez.
1: All right. (laughs) September.
0: I'm adding it to the notes. Okay. So I'm saying yes. Zach, you were saying no. No.
1: Uro is going to survive yeah. past September at least
0: <laughs> maybe it'll be banned October 12th Uro does have a history of lasting longer than you think it would yeah <laughs> it did that in Standard for a real so long I
1: time. think that we're gonna get some more cool fun toys for Historic and Uro will I not be I see so you're problem.
0: taking the position that the new cards will be even more busted yes yeah, <laughs> Uro will be the that's my p- yes it'll exactly the, the hero we need so we're
1: gonna need something to fight these new cards they are gonna be busted from Kaldheim yeah. and uh, Harry Potter yeah, and, um, right. <laughs> and I think (laughs) that uh uro is gonna stay uh past september all right all
0: right so (laughs) next next one goes a little bit into back into the client realm Mm -hmm. yes updates to the client Mm -hmm. uh so you're taking the the pro position on this what's yeah so uh this is gonna happen all right okay
1: you can mark my words and this is all 2020 we're marking all of this i keep saying otherwise what's the point i know okay so whatever (laughs) 2021 there, you will be able to share your deck list with friends and your opponents. Okay. Okay. So, um, and no, so not, okay. Let me rework it a little bit. So yeah. you won't be able to share it with your opponents, but your opponents can take your deck list. Right. So you, you won't just like match. win the match and then send your deck list to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so be. <PM. laughs>
2: oh shitty (laughs) that's not what i'm saying actually i want that Uh, yeah
1: yeah well your (laughs) opponent says your opponent says good game and you just send your deck list that's like the worst thing ever like hey bro you need a new deck that'd be so rude you
0: should be able to send it before you wear Instead of the premature good game, you, you get just the premature They deck get a list. little
1: message that says, you know, added to your decks. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just, just starts.
0: Just auto imports
1: it yeah, into just your straight into it. And like, so everyone starts running 75 decks yeah. so that like you can't get any more. And you're right. like, screw you. <laughs> um, no, that's not what I'm saying. You can't just send your decks to people. I'm saying that you, or you can send it to your friends. Mm-hmm. You can send deck lists to your friends, but you can, uh, you can grab your opponent's deck list. After you've Right. It. So it
0: says defeat. Yeah, and, and then, then it there's says view opponents' deck list. Exactly.
1: Like on. right next to the
0: view battlefield. Yeah, for, or import. You know, or whatever. yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, we will have this. Okay, I'm taking the no position on this. Uh, they've obviously already told us they're working on sharing deck lists with friends. Mm-hmm. That's not the part. Yeah. I think the opponents part. I don't know. I don't know if we're just going to do that. Doesn't seem that hard. Just it's easy to implement for sure. Uh, but will they? Mm. Uh, I've played other ccgs or tc or you know digital card games that do this that that have this feature and Mm -hmm. it's
1: really cool exactly so why not have it in the best card game
0: the best yeah
1: so i don't i don't see why they would even let other people try to
0: compete again you know i want this to happen yeah i'm just gonna say you're just saying it's not going to all right you whatever okay we we got a really fun one here i like this so we were talking about this earlier yes that omnath locus of creation mm-hmm. lasted 25 days before it got banned exactly
1: after re- re- release on after arena.
0: release on arena yeah. so it actually lasted like 18 days mm-hmm. or because it released on a thursday on arena technically it lasted like 17 days yeah from actual release but we'll go with 25 because it's an arena podcast you were also able 25 is just a really good number yeah we love that number yeah Um, you were able to play Omnath Mm -hmm. on Arena for 25 days, basically. The question is, will there be a card released in 2021 that's so busted it gets banned faster than Omnath? So for those of you who don't know, that's ridiculously fast, 25 days. probably the fastest
1: any card has ever been banned.
0: Yeah, other than some cards got pre-banned when they made new formats. uh, Except for, okay, it's going to be
1: banned in an Arena format. Yeah. Because we're yeah, not yeah, yeah. we're not talking about uh, what is it the the is it companion Lutri or whatever
0: right which got banned in brawl
1: and, and commander yeah oh well, it fo- got banned in brawl though oh that's that is a commander.
0: yeah
1: okay but but you
0: but we that, we're that talk, doesn't count. okay
1: we're talking about like no. not a card that they made and then we're like okay we're gonna ban this before the card comes out right. we're not talking about that because yeah. that did happen uh, we are talking about. Uh, a card that is played and then they realize it's so busted right. that it gets banned 24 days after it's released.
0: Yes. Yeah. So my stance is yes, they're going to print a card so good it gets banned faster than Omnath did. Yeah, absolutely
1: not. That is not <laughs> going to happen. They've learned from their mistakes. They know um, we're not going to see those cards in the next few sets. And call time is probably the closest one. I think the other ones we've um because of the way that they make the uh, it takes them about two years to make a set for magic that's how long in advance they work i think they may have seen we're getting to the point where they already know about Oko, right and so they're they're going to start um slowing down Mm -hmm. right we're not going to see as many it's not going to be we're going to have some busted stuff but not omnath busted but like uro like busted. (laughs) you know what i'm talking about yeah so i don't know i don't know. think they're gonna push
0: the boundaries <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay um this one's fun i mm-hmm. like this one um i say okay so this is an over under okay i'm not gonna say what i'm saying yet but um we we get a lot of emotes right You yeah. get emotes and stickers so will there be over 60 new emotes and stickers in 2021
0: mm-hmm. so i took the over on this okay I think uh, that's There's about fifteen per set, right?
1: Yeah, it would be a little bit more if you do the over. Right.
0: Are, we, are we counting sixty at all? And
1: what do over unders usually like? Do you count? Who who gets sixty? Do they both? Get I think
0: sixty. We both splash that's beer in easy. each other's face simultaneously. Yeah, as we both drink. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Um. So we don't get sixty. So if they do exactly sixty, right. we both splash beer as we drink beer. Yeah,
0: that's a push. That's what we call that. Yeah, a, and we'll have somebody else film against, against, against the spread, right? Yeah,
1: it's push against the spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So it's basically saying that each set you'll get fifteen emotes and stickers, mm-hmm. or fifteen on altogether. Average, yeah, yeah, on average. Per set. I actually didn't think about how Innistrad is two sets. So that might be something. That right,
0: do we want to make it 75 then?
1: Do we want to do 75? Because so then
0: it's like 15. But per. do you think
1: they'll? I don't know. I think 60 is fine. I think okay. I'm, I'm okay with 60. Okay. Uh, but I'm giving the under. I yep. think they're going to, uh, they saw that they gave, s- they gave us 20 in uh Zeneca Rising right I think they're gonna slow way your theory down. was
0: they were just testing out and see what emotes work and yes. now they're gonna
1: uh and they're gonna slow it down with some of the emotes um and just like calm down maybe there's just way too many stickers or we're just gonna get five new stickers which each set and maybe five new emotes and so mm-hmm. that'll be less I don't know how much that is but less
0: fair enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh perfect the next one um friend drafting
1: yes so basically will, will
0: this become available in? 2020? so we're saying
1: will you be able to have your friends list mm-hmm. and then uh, if you get eight people draft with all eight of your friends in a pod yeah. so you know every person in your draft pod mm-hmm. or where you can like four of you can link together in a party or whatever and then find four other people that need to draft and you get to draft like that mm-hmm.
2: where
0: you can know a friend in it so I said no this won't, mm-hmm. be, won't be a thing in 2021. Um, I want this to happen. And I think this is part of the tournament structure may be great for Magic. Uh, but I think they are just kind of accepting that their pro level play. Mm-hmm. Like the reason I could see them doing this is that they want to do like feature pro drafts on arenas. So yeah. they, now they can get all their pros in an eight man draft yeah. and they can have spectator mode and stuff. Sure. I think they're just moving away from having limited... Mm -hmm. Events in their top tier of competitive, so that (sighs) removes their incentive to make this happen. That is true, but this would be great, and a lot of people want it. It would be
1: really great. A lot of people do want it. I also really want it, and I don't know if I want (laughs) to bet on this one. Um,
0: (laughs) I the thing is, like, it it would have to be Phantom. And it would have to be, like, you don't get the cards. I don't know why it would have to be phantom, though. You, like, they just don't want, I think they want to avoid the idea of people setting up so that one player gets a super awesome deck and crushes everyone if they play against other actual Mm. people. I know, I just... You know what I mean? And so once they, once they decide it has to be phantom, which I think there will be people in there.
1: All right, well, then, that's still a draft, so I'm going yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. As long as you can draft with your buddies, um, let's do it. Uh, It's going to happen in 2021. Absolutely. Next one. This is actually something I hadn't thought about very much, but um, having a Mythic leaderboard. So once you get to Mythic, there's numbers. Yeah. uh, For the first 1,200 people, right?
0: right? Uh, You actually get numbers a bit beyond that. Well, yes, but... but I mean, think like, you're numbered to 1,500. Okay. The top 1,200 right. qualify for this. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I've never been there, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um But basically. I've been ranked like 1,498 or something. Yeah. So yeah. I know it goes to at least that. that. <laughs> at least that.
1: Uh, so basically, this would be a leaderboard saying who is above you or below you mm-hmm. and who's around you, right? So it's great for shit talking. Love yeah. that. Anytime yeah. you can shit talk, this because currently, the only way we know who's number one is if we log into Twitter and, and they post it, um, which you know you can you can know. Uh, Austin Bursevich is number two. He he uh, was number two back uh, yeah. back in like December at some point. On December thirty first, um, yeah. he's no longer he's, he's, necessarily. He's, number he's two not, two. Yeah, he's not necessarily number two. Um, but you know, you can just check that out. Go on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, don't ask me. Yeah, go on Twitter. This, this
0: is something every other game I've played has. Mm-hmm. I can just like go to the, at least top 200. Yeah. You know, like maybe they don't include the top 1200. Exactly. Although that'd be great. Um, and, and other games usually also have like some sort of MMR. It tells you how far back you are from that yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. I think that's not what we're talking about, that they no. necessarily have that. But you're saying... They will have this?
1: They will... Have a leaderboard. There's going to be a lot. I'm saying there's going to be a lot yeah, of I things know. that they're doing this next year. It's clear
0: who's the optimist. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, there. There's going to be a lot of. Except
0: me, I'm the optimist about a card getting banned super fast. Yeah.
1: Here. Well, that's not an optimist, is it? <laughs> is it? I don't know. We like bans. Whatever. See, I, I see that as wizards taking swift action on a mistake. Okay. Okay. You know? Well, <laughs> learning quickly. I'm going to say there is going to be a leaderboard. I don't think it's that hard to implement. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of changes with uh, arena going into this next year because there was. Uh, Um they're using it so heavily this last year that they're seeing a lot of the stuff that they need to have. It became a big mainstay, really important to competitive play, which they're putting a lot of effort and money into. Yeah. Let's uh let's beef this puppy up.
0: Yeah. Uh I'm taking the no on this mostly for funsies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think I do think it could go either way though. I think this is something that like I'm not a coding expert. But I, it's hard You're not for, a coding expert? Well, not an expert. Okay. You know? <laughs> um, it's hard for me to imagine that this is particularly difficult to implement. Yeah. So, and even if it doesn't have to update every minute, you know? No, every, every like an hour. Yeah. Like, whatever, even if it just updated every day, that's yeah. something, right?
1: Exactly. Because at least when you win, you're at number one, you're one for a day. Right. Everyone <laughs> gets their day,
0: right? Yeah. Unless you were, like, number one, and then someone else overtook you, and then when they, when they you're like, no, you're I like, was number one, I swear. I, I, I took the picture. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, and then all your friends are like, uh-huh, for sure, that's Photoshop.
0: But I also think, and I think this is something people will like, so it, this would basically be universally met with, like, praise. Yeah, and the people that don't like it, it it's then they just won't look at it. Like That's it's the thing, right? Like nobody can really object to it. It doesn't really like, and a like, lot of people would really like it. Exactly.
1: I've played those games where you can see the leaderboards, and I'll just completely di- like just stop w- looking at it. Right. Like playing Mortal Kombat, and you're like, I'm not even going to look at the leaderboard. It doesn't mm-hmm.
0: matter. Now there's also this combines with uh, grabbing an opponent's deck list thing we talked mm-hmm. about earlier. We were ta- I was before the show we were talking about. I've played games where you can check the leaderboards and then check what deck that player has been playing recently and yeah. copy it into your collection. So there you go. That would be great. But I also think this is probably a fairly low priority for them. So while it's mm-hmm. probably not hard to implement and people will basically, it basically always get a positive mm-hmm. feedback, I just don't think... I think there are a lot of things that they are working on, and this might just, kind just of, not one of them. Just kind of might get left by the wayside.
1: All right, we'll get ready to chug. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also want to just take some shots. I know we do a lot of like, um, obviously we do fantasy, which mm-hmm. is super fun. Um, Love it. But uh, you know who's going to take the cake this year? This one's yeah. gonna we're gonna know sooner. Yeah, like yeah, around summertime. Um, so, MPL player,
0: who is going to win the MPL league? My vote is for Paolo Vitor D'Amadorosa.
1: That's ridiculous. That yeah. He's terrible. I know. What a dumb vote. Right? Yeah, what a horrible, <laughs> horrible player. What has he ever won? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> he's not like the player of the year from 2016. Not like the winningest player ever. No, definitely not him. Um, it's definitely going to be um, Gabriel Nassif duh it's it hard to argue with that man that guy top eights everything he days. top eights everything and so i think all those points i'm just expecting
0: him to top eight the the next tournaments that we're in pretty sure they're currently like tied for first place in the mp uh so.
1: just about um or pv's in i think first. pv's in first yeah. he has uh one more point i think oh so yeah Did i, I, I believe... need to give you like actually let me, i can check right now yes <laughs> so uh oh no no they do have they both I have think a, they're tied right? they're both tied at 18. Yeah. Because Gabe top-aided. Yes, because Gabe top-aided and PV didn't. <laughs> right. He got Wait, out on breakers. Because Gabe didn't win any matches <laughs> yeah. in the top eight. <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Um, that point mattered. That point mattered. So obviously we just picked the top folks. Yeah. Um, but with rivals, what are we thinking? So
0: I knew you were just going to be the guy who just picks LSV. I did pick LSV. Yeah. So. Why would I not pick LSV? So I knew you were going to be that guy. Yeah. Uh, I decided wow. to go with. What a horrible. <laughs> you picked the guy. You picked Peavy. What are you talking about? I know.
2: Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm allowed to say Okay. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. You
1: just pick
0: whoever's in first place.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, although he's actually in he's second. he's in second place. Yeah. So get out of my face. Yeah. Well, um, I guess he's tied for first. But wait. well,
0: I'm taking the third place guy. So I'm coming out of left field here. I'm taking mm-hmm. Jacob Wilson. Um, he's a great player. He's yeah. you know. He used to be a. Uh, yeah, <laughs> used to compete at the highest level. I think he might have taken a little bit of a break. And now he's back and showing that he still has it. Yep. Uh, by doing really well in the rivals league. Boom. And Canadian. Yeah. And so. Canadian, yes. Um, that's the only reason you like him. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, not true, but it is a significant factor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So we also just have some ideas. I mean, okay, so we should talk about this magic has gone through a lot of like competitive uh structure changes
0: over the last yeah like the mpl we already talked about how so. they, they yeah. did something different and exactly and different than last year different than the year before and if that. you get confused about why there's pro tours and mythic championships and mythic invitationals and, and grand finals championships yeah. and league weekends yeah um that's because they're all that's because they are confusing they're all kind of the same thing but different yeah Uh, that's why they're named different things. So So this new system has usurped the old one. We don't really have Pro Tours now. Instead, we have these championships uh, that are basically the equivalent of a Pro Tour that we have these days. Um, So if you're not, you know, it's totally understandable to not keep up with this. Mm -hmm. So the question now is, have we found the perfect ground here?
1: Is this the structure that we are going to keep? Are going to
0: have league weekends and championships?
1: Yeah. Are, are we going to um, keep this structure? Mm-hmm. Is it going to change at all this next year in right. 2021? Yeah. So with this, I think we just have the same answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yes.
0: So we, right. it's
1: not going to change drastically.
0: Yeah. I like the balance we've found. I like Mm -hmm. the MPL League Weekends.
1: I think they're fun.
0: And I like the Zendikar Rising Championship. Yeah. The only thing I'll say is we've only done the first split, so it is hard to judge it. Um,
1: But by this first bit, it feels pretty good.
0: Yeah. But I think it's kind of inevitable that it changes a little bit.
1: It will change a little bit, but I don't think it's going to change as much as it has in the past, which has been just complete overhauls. Like, we got to redo some stuff.
0: Right. I think they're really close to the right system. Yeah,
1: and I... I think it's pretty fun. I think your way of talking about um, kind of um, regular season and postseason makes sense a lot, Um, and that's basically what they're doing with interim like championships in between. Yeah, with like tournaments, tournaments Um, to kind of see how people are doing. Uh, Yeah, so I think we're gonna we're gonna probably keep this model. So uh, that's probably the only one we're not really uh, split on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But then we also have... uh, This is a big one. Everyone
0: wants wants to know the answer to this. This is a big one. Okay.
1: Competitive magic. Will it return to paper? In
0: 2021. In 2021, of course.
1: Um, So I think because of the whole year that we've had, Mm -hmm. um, what Arena is, the fact that we're Arena podcast... Um, no, we're not going back to paper. Why would we go to back to paper? I think that the viewing experience is just better and they're going to continue to make it better, uh, in arena. Um, we're going to have all these fantastic arena things. Uh, people are playing on arena. It gets more people playing. We don't have to fly as much. And I don't think that, uh, we are going to be out of the woods with this disease as fast as people are hoping into 2021.
0: No, that's obviously the biggest factor. There's, there's two factors here. Like, how long is COVID really going to last? Where it's safe to do something like this? Mm -hmm. And does Wizards even want to host a big paper tournament And push it, right?
1: So I do see, like, Command Fests or, like, uh, Magic Fests or things like that, where you have people come together and play. Mm -hmm. That might start to happen. I don't think competitive Magic...
0: Well, Magic Fest definitely would be considered competitive, like a Grand Prix.
1: Yeah, but if they don't have a main event that is um, competitive, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like a Grand Prix. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking like they might have some sort of gathering where people get together and play. Mm-hmm. They might come up with something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: you're saying that people will play Paper Magic? Pro- but there they, won't be like a big wizard sanction. I don't tournament. think there's
1: going to be a big wizard sanction tournament where you are fighting to get into a top eight to do a thing. Yeah. I think there might be. There might be. I still feel very hesitant. Mm-hmm. There might be something where people get together and there's like Possibly vendors and artists and stuff and side
0: events, yeah. but I don't
1: think there's going to be a main event.
0: I chose to be optimistic about this one. I'm mm-hmm. thinking there will be a grand prix like event mm-hmm. in paper held right at the end. I'm yeah. thinking like November, December. Okay. Um, that gives. That might be enough time for certain areas to kind of have their laws fleshed out on yeah. what type of thing is possible with this and give Wizards enough time to plan
1: one. I mean, yeah. we are getting vaccines up here soon. Yeah. Uh, or we just had them. <laughs> yeah, yeah they've, they've worked out <laughs> they, great. Yeah, they, they just, uh, people just got them. Was, I don't remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but anyway.
0: They will have been rolled
1: out. Yes. Uh, uh, now <laughs> They are rolled out now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is great. I love speaking. Yeah. In we the should future. just do
0: everything a month in advance. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's
1: definitely uh keeps the episode short. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> but that's kind of how we feel. Um, by the way, I think I'm the underdog in the last one. I didn't mention that, but I do think I think you're the underdog. No, no, I'm probably the underdog in most of them, actually. Yeah, I just want to drink the, more beer
0: in the having like a paper grand prix. I think I'm mm-hmm. the underdog. I think like yeah. you're saying. People are probably overambitious about how quickly we get COVID under. Though it
1: is the states, so you you know who knows.
0: Yeah, but that exactly that they still let people go to football games, right? Yeah. So (laughs) So, I mean,
1: they stopped doing that. uh, I know, but they they but they did for a while. (laughs) Um, I really thought that the NFL season was just gonna be gone. So yeah, I was surprised by that. Um, It's still happening. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so those are our hot takes. What are your hot takes for this uh, this next year? What are you excited for? What sets do you think are awesome? Um, Why do you think call time is going to be the best? Yeah. Um,
0: (laughs) Why do you? uh, What's your favorite set? Set you're most excited for, and why is it call time? Yeah. why is it (laughs) call
1: time? How many beer flavors do you think should be in one single beer Mm -hmm. Um, to make it cohesive?
0: We want to hear all of this. We want to hear
1: just talk to us. We're really lonely. It's you know there's a pandemic this year. Just talk to us. You know it's the holidays. Reach out. Say hey. We're um, at Arena Regulars on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Yeah, and also look, check us out. Look, look for us on Arena. You might play against us. Yeah, our uh, account name is Arena Regulars Podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you beat us, send us your deck list. Yeah, <laughs> please, like right Just, away. Yeah. yeah, and you can find us
0: at Arena Regulars <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, That's how you exactly. send your podcast. Um, you're sorry. Your, please try to send it a little before, like right list. when you draw the card that kills us. Yeah stop alt, alt tab yeah we'll yeah. see the road. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait for you to. and
1: we'll know rope. exactly what you're doing yeah um also if you like the show please leave a review on apple podcasts it really helps us out it makes a huge difference yeah to make more people see the podcast
0: and get us out there yeah and if you're not listening on apple if you could just subscribe or yeah, follow just, you know our all those things if you haven't already done that just say hey
1: um also i think our resolution for the show yeah, it you was have a New Year's resolution. We right? have one New Year's resolution for yeah. the show, um, and we want our listener to review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's our goal—to get one person,
1: our to review our us. our listener, our one listener, <laughs> yeah, to review us. So we're talking directly to you now. Yeah, you know who you are. You know who you are. Yeah. Uh, but you are the best. So you're thanks. the best. Yeah. Um, and with that, uh, good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good night. Captain Short. <laughs> All right, that's fine.